play. <laughs> Is he rowing the boat there? <laughs> I'm a hundred percent down for this plan, by the way. Oh, it's gonna be the greatest thing of all time. We gotta find a balcony. We gotta find somebody who can do those sick wipes too. American males, American males, American males, American American Bagwell. Scott Riggs does not, he does If they want to talk to you, you I guess he looks buff. Listen. You might wind up in critical condition. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah, see, you get to sit in the you get to sit in the fountain. What's up, Dan? <laughs> I like to do this thing. Point at you. They both point a lot. Oh, that's all you can do. You can do that, <laughs> Jack. You gotta you gotta fucking point. What's up, everybody? Ha-ha. Thanks for tuning in. Or thanks for listening. You're listening and or watching. This might sound stupid. A podcast uh-huh. where uh, two buddies get together and chat about stupid shit and try to make each other laugh. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, you should subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. You can follow us on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Tuning into us live and participating in chat might be the most fun way to listen to the podcast. I'm not sure because... I have to do the podcast, so I don't really get to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. And you can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Dan had a great idea. Next summer, he and I are going to recreate the American Males video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, where are we going to get a motorcycle? We can find somebody that has a motorcycle. How? That's like the easiest thing. That's not the easiest thing. <laughs> we could easily find somebody has got a motorbike. Motorbike. Uh, our podcast is brought to you. We'll do our sponsors real quick. First and foremost, Joey the Good Boy. Check in with Joey. He was a little grumbly about coming downstairs today, but he came. He's an old dog. He likes to just chill out. Mm-hmm. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who was a great uh, designer from... Minnesota, and he designed all our graphics, and he's great, and I love him. Uh, yeah, Rolo thinks it's a great idea. Yeah, I'm. You're Scotty Riggs. You got the, you got to do, and he seems to have, have a little more like a little more stubble. It's definitely, dar- it's definitely off. darker. I'm not gonna grow oh, yeah. all it. And I will. I'll, I'll spike my hair and be buff back. <laughs> I'm, I'm already getting close. Who has bigger biceps? You have bigger forearms. I'm sure I'm such a like an animal in the gym. I can train <laughs> it. I can I can, I can pull it up. Dan's got a little more talent. That's that's does basically he, how that tag team works. Yeah. Does he have bigger biceps though? Because I buff, can have bigger biceps. Buff Bagwell. I don't know. You can definitely. I think just sitting there not working out, you have big bigger forearms than I do. That's probably true. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to measure our forearms. Either way, you get to be Buff Bagwell. I'll just order a dozen kettlebells. Seen... <laughs> Jr. says, "Have you seen Dan work out?" It's like that that gif of uh, mm. 
uh, Joe Rogan just doing this nonsense, mm-hmm. except jacked up to like 30. Breathing like, shh, shh, shh. Oh, yeah. I, I, I work out like an Iranian in Asana. I don't know if that... I don't know, if I that, don't know what that means either. Uh, Jared says he's in there clanging and banging those iron plates. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say kettlebells. Dan's... Cause Dan's Dan's uh, Dan's heritage is Eastern Bloc. He's probably throwing around kettlebells. Well, I put kettlebells onto a pipe and then I lit the pipe. Just, <laughs> so not a not a barbell. No, just a pipe. Pipe, like any old pipe, PVC pipe, or has it got to be a no. metal pipe? Of course it does. You can't <laughs> hold up two kettlebells on a PVC pipe. I'm pretty sure you can. How heavy? How heavy are the kettlebells we're talking about? I don't know, 200 pounds each. Jesus Christ, I didn't know they made kettlebells that heavy. Lord. Yeah. JR says I would like to Dan to explain the Iranian and Asana. I kind of would too. I had a picture in my head of uh, the Iron Sheik basically doing the thing that Joe Rogan was doing. He, like That used to be like his thing in like a, like the old WWE like videos. Like He worked out with these two giant fucking things that he would just like sh- swing above his head. Oh, like the that's guys? where that workout came from. Or whatever. Hmm? I forget what they're called. Yeah. But they just do it in the sauna. <laughs> Nunchucks? What are they called? Big nunchucks. All those Joe Rogan dudes love them. Uh, like Joe Rogan's and Tim Kennedy's and them guys. Uh, they're called like battle hammers or something dumb. Battle bats? That would be it. It's, it's something like... It's battle yeah. something. It's Yeah. It's something. What are you drinking, Dan? Brewer's Tricks from Barrel Theory. What kind of a beer is Brewer's Tricks? It's an IPA. Okay. It's one of their one of my favorite ones they do. Yes. Oh god, sorry spilling. Well, that was a soft crack. Not too not too bad. Ah, no 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 pistachio stout. No pistachio. Gavin. Uh, JR, there are battle ropes, but they're like, they're battle gavels or something. <laughs> I can't think of what the dumb things are called. Ah. It's all those guys who feel the need to like extra show off that they have testosterone. Yeah. Well, they're, I don't, they look like, they look like some kind of gymnastics baton or they all, no, that's not right. They almost look like, uh, pins and in, in from like a bowling pin. What are those things called? I'm gonna Google. Uh, I'm gonna Google workout bowling pin. No one swings a club like the Iron Sheik. No, not clubs. Workout bowling. Persian pin. clubs. I think they might just be called Persian clubs. All right. This is literally a guy. Improve your bowling grip strengthening exercises. Workout specifically for bowling. <laughs> Persian meals, or Persian or Persian clubs. Persian clubs. Oh, these are like big wooden clubs. This is not what I'm yeah. talking about. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of dudes that look like they're listening to Joe Rogan in these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but these are big. These are these are not what I was thinking of. The ones I'm thinking of are like smaller and metal. They're not. These things are fucking high. I don't ever remember seeing the Iron Sheik with these. This is brand new to me. He, he may have already been too old when we were actually watching him wrestle to actually lift him and do stuff with him. 
Okay, here's the here's kind of what I'm thinking of, except they're not wood, they're metal. Uh Leo Train <laughs> Oh man, this guy's website sucks. Leo Training. Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to drag it into the screen here. This guy. Right. Tell me it goes live. Oh, well, those are like those are those are weak ass Persian Yeah, clubs. these things. These dinky ass things. These Joe Rogan motherfuckers never work out with those big ones. Because they ain't real men. No, they just want to show off. <laughs> you know those rip professional bowlers, Rolo says? Yeah. Well, I got to grab my my, uh, my Igloo cooler. Playmate by Igloo. It keeps my beer cold. I, I almost dropped that whole cooler. Refreshing. One of the times I'm going to drop it, and it's going to be one of the times Javin can't tune in. Oh, he's going to be so he's sad. Be so sad. I cannot, for the life of me, find my bottle opener, so I don't know if I'm going to get a good crack on this because I have to open it with a lighter. Which Oktoberfest is that? Oh, that's right. It's Hackershire. Ah, good call. Good call, good call. They were on sale. Do it with a lighter here. Do, do, do it with a lighter. That wasn't bad. <laughs> it made Joey... Oh, dang it. I didn't catch him in time. It made Joey sit up like, what the fuck? fuck is the internet what the fuck is the internet so had you i sent you a hakaho uh montage last night had you already seen that yeah uh yeah i couldn't there there, there isn't a great dearth of uh, no unfortunately i saw that thing and i was like oh man this is really fun to like watch these highlights i'm gonna look for more and i just couldn't yeah, there's not a lot of good. They, they'll do a highlight of like a whole season, but it doesn't it doesn't seem to follow like a person. Mm. And that's like a really fun way to learn about a person. I was thinking of uh, so like maybe tweeting at Jack Slack and saying like, "Hey, can you do a can you do a samurai breakdown?" I already did use a dirt. I did use dirt. You just did. You want him to use it in a different sentence? Look. If I keep using dearth in sentences, that'll be a dearth of answers for you. There you go. <laughs> what is this filters button on OBS all of a sudden? Don't hit it. Okay. You're going to mess with your audio. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, my router, I finally checked it after last week because it was pissing me off. I don't think you're using that word correctly. There are a dearth of mice in your house, JR. JR, you got mice? You got a lot of mice then. If you got a dearth of them. I feel like I'm using it correctly, but at least I hope I am. <laughs> now, uh, now, 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 now you're, you're doubting myself. Uh, let's see. Define dearth. Got a cool dearth. A scarcity or lack of something. Shit! You were using it in the exact opposite way. Damn it! So there is a dearth of uh, sumo... Video videos sumo uh, compilations. Correct. Define dearth uh, in the Bible. Okay. Damn well, it. you learned something new. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm not happy about it though. Dan. Ropes. Ropes. <sighs> that's, that's a really good beer. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after last week when my router was pissing me off and then it did it once while I was streaming Resident Evil 
it like started to dive. I finally took the time to check and I my I was way behind on firmware cuz the firmware I had was like 1.0.1.8 and the firmware uh-huh. I updated to was like 1.0.4 point something. Okay. So by that numbering I was pretty far behind. So we'll see if it does better. Uh with newer firmware cuz it was it was getting really inconsistent. And it would also, I, it would also be really consistent on Wi-Fi. So now I'm, I'm interested to see if that's any better. What did you do for Thanksgiving, Dan? Uh, turkey, potatoes. With who? Regular. Uh, my dad, sister, her husband, uh, Jesse's mom, and his sister came over. Nice. We had some, had some Canadian Thanksgiving. How'd your dad make the turkey? On his, on his uh, big green egg. He did? Yeah. Man, I wish I could have come to that. But yeah, so he, so, he, so he just smokes the whole thing. Leak. Leaky old man butt. But the butt is B-U-T. What's up, man? Or lady? He's a leaky old man. Oh, yeah, old but. man. Leaky old man but Yes, it is. So what is the what comes after the butt? You. Leaky old man, but you, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Uh, I miss I miss Bob Nata cooking. Whatever I type here, leaky old man, but whatever I type here, it doesn't really work. Um, yeah, I miss Bob Nata cooking. <laughs> <clears throat> well, he's still he's still smoking shit all the time. Smoke turkey. Mm-hmm. Nice, the whole thing. Smoke. <laughs> Smoke that whole turkey. Smoke it. Um, I'm also a physicist. Okay. Uh, there was other things that I had to get caught up on from you. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Bike Watch. What's up, Happy Blapper? How's it going, man? I miss you, buddy. Uh, so you're back. You're back. To, you're back doing bike watch. Yes, I, I threw my bike back on the trainer because it's officially too cold for me to go bike outside. Yes, or I don't want to bike cold. outside. Happy uh, you already said hi. So I watched Universal Soldier for the first time. Never seen that before. Who's in that? That's uh, Dolph Lundgren and uh, John Claude Van Damme. Oh. Okay. Uh, so they're they're both uh, Vietnam vets. They're and, fighting in Vietnam. And wait a minute. Learned. This is is this on your letterbox? Yeah. It's just like a separate list called Bike Watch. Yes. Okay. So they're both uh, Vietnam soldiers. Is that what you said? Yeah. London goes crazy. Massacres a town. Kills a bunch of soldiers. Uh, Van Van Dam kills them. They both kill each other basically. Uh, and this. The military to cover it up uh, just kind of comes in, swoops up the bodies, and uh, turns them into robots. And then what? Uh, then they get their memories back, and uh, uh, Lundgren goes crazy because he was already crazy. And then they shoot each other a lot. So they fight twice? Uh, they fight many times. Is there a love interest? Yes, uh, she's a reporter who uh, stumbles upon the whole thing. 
do they and, and, and she she helps Van Damme remember his uh his humanity. Does she bang robot Van Damme? She definitely thinks about it because he gets <laughs> naked a lot because he because he overheats and so he has to get nice to kind of cool off. Hmm. And you said they turn him into robots or cyborgs? Cyborgs. Or more, cy- more cyborgs, yeah. So how many... Megan would like you guys to talk about hand pies. We'll get there. Uh, you gave it two stars? Two stars. It how, was it was okay. How much are they robots? They have a thing that goes over their eye. Like a Dragon Ball Z thing? Yeah. That's about it. That's, that's, that's about the only way you can tell if they're cybernetically enhanced. So there's no like montage where it shows them putting robot parts inside of them? No, it's just jump cut like 20 years in the future. Uh, 20 years? Yeah, and they're being deployed to like stop a like terrorist attack on a dam. This movie sounds worse the more I hear about it. <laughs> I can see why it was two stars. How much did you there's, bite? There's, there's, it was just a little too slow in between. And like that, the actual wasn't super great. How much did you bike in between? Yeah, I could see that movie being really slow. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not action. How much did you bike in the summer? Two times a week. Oh, so like a commensurate amount? Yeah. JR, did I use commensurate correctly? Um. Okay. I wasn't sure. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought you were biking less. Because weren't you running? I bike outside. Weren't you running? Or Both. not really at all? Okay. Um... Well, that movie sounds pretty uneventful. <laughs> um, okay. Tell us about hand pies. Australian hand pies? So how did this come how did this come up? We were playing that GeoGuessr game where you have to like guess which country you're in is the, the version we were doing of so it. So you guys were you up. guys were all logged into Discord. Yep. And playing we were watching Geo-Guessr. Nick go around the map. Yep, okay. Uh and we we're trying to figure it out. It, like we ended up in like Australia or New Zealand a couple times. Uh, I forget what nonsense we were saying in, like not nonsense like Australian stuff we were saying. But then Mm-mm. Liam was just like, "There's an Australian Australian pie place in Woodbury, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? What? What the like, fuck is an Australian pie? And he's like, it's in like Lake Elmo. And we're like, where the where is this thing in Lake Elmo? And it was just literally across it's by the, the quick like, the highway. It's by the Quick Trip. It's by the Quick Trip in Lake Elmo. Uh, okay, 36 Ninja says you guys saw a truck with a pie ad on the side of it. Okay, okay, that's what it was. You know, when we were when we were traversing Australia. Okay. Uh, and so, like, we all just like we were like looking at the menu, and we just like it's we started just kind of joking. We were like, "Sounds good." So went there and tried it out. wasn't bad. Like, I'll, I'll go back and try another one. How many monies was it? Uh, for the basket of like one and the fries was eleven dollars eleven fifty and what's inside the pie uh this one this beef jason uh it's called a beef jason yep (laughs) uh like 36 ninjas had an ariana uh there's a pippin it's a spicy butter chicken uh why is it called beef jason we're assuming that's some sort of australian thing (laughs) because australians are weird uh so just like kind of like a beef stew inside of a hand pie and the hand pie is what like a calzone is that what we're talking about yeah but it would it, it looks like a miniature pie more 
like if you're wait, is it like circular a, or is it folded over? It's circular. It looks like a miniature pie. So it's like a it's like a chicken pot pie. Yeah. Why are you? Guys, I've never heard the word hand pie before. Is that an Australian colloquialism, or is that something I've just never heard? I think the that 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 form of like a delicacy is a is a hand pie. Really? I think so. That, never, that's how I've always like heard it referred to. I've never heard that in my life before. Jr. typed it out. Hand pie? Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's wrong. I've just never because I love a Marie Callender chicken pot pie. But I've Australians love these things. This is like their go-to thing. Apparently, if they're going to like a like a like a Australian football match or something like that, there will just be stands that just sell these fucking hand pies, and they, and they just fucking chow down with the Fosters. Wait, how do you you can't eat you can't hold on to a chicken pot pie and eat it? If 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 it's not like on fire, what do you mean? What do you mean you can't hold on to it? Well, you can't like a chicken pot pie doesn't have a bottom crust. This is a miniature pie, like a like an actual pie. Yeah, but pies come in a pie dish. But they have a bottom crust. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to take like an apple it's pie. Structurally sound. Okay, it's, it's very structurally so it's, sound. But the okay, so it is kind of more like a calzone in that way. Yeah, yeah, you you, okay. you could easily hold this thing and eat it while mm-hmm. yelling at your some guy for screwing up on the field. Okay, and and oh, your chest was up. Get out of here. <laughs> Well, Aviv did correct you to footy. 36 Ninja says it's less soupy inside than a chicken pot pie. Go back to Victoria. Yeah, well, if you're right, chicken pot pies do have a bottom crust, but they also have a pie dish. Can you imagine Dan holding a pie that has no crust on the bottom? (laughs) Oh, God. Why did I do this? Well, I, I was just trying to picture, like, what is it? Because I've been picturing... Just a calzone, like a folded over meat pocket. Just picture a pie you can pick up and eat. I didn't know that hand pies were a thing. Now you do, though. I know. It's a small pie. It's a small, small pie, Adam. So, but, you, but you wouldn't refer to a chicken pot pie as a hand pie. No, I'm not picking that shit up. Pick it up with your hand. No, I get it, Jeff. I, I, pick, but, I ain't picking up a chicken pot pie, no. Yeah, but a chicken pot pie... See, that's what I, I thought... My, my misconception was that you were referring to the chicken pot pie like people just did it like a chicken pot pie oh, hand pie you, you you could easily put a chicken pot pie into a hand pie sure just a less soupy one and like i could see like uh it's it's almost like an empanada in that regard too yeah which yeah. is kind of like a calzone that makes sense so it's, yep. but, it, but it's shaped like a pie like it's, it's got the crust and stuff it's got it's got a much more sturdy crust yeah first time out there are quick trips in woodbury now this you're, I, you're, you're, your mind is exploding right it's, now yeah and I'll for, I'll forget this in three weeks. Uh, but Javin, uh, by the way, claimed that we recently watched Halloween, the original Halloween for movie night. Is that on Wade's letterbox? Because I don't think that was recent. I don't remember watching it. Oh yeah, I know. I remember watching, it, but I don't remember like when. I don't. I feel like I haven't seen that since I was a teenager. Jr. says, "Can you pretend to eat a hand pie right now?" Damn, that was such a small bite. Yeah, I, I don't take huge bites. Yeah, Rolo says, recent in movie night terms could be like seven years ago. You don't take huge bites? No. Pussy. Uh, Schwann also brought up that uh, the thing that people are uh, people are really recommending on their like Yelp or whatever is they have sausage rolls. So I have to get those next time. What is a sausage roll? 
it just I think it's just like a circular like taquito style thing uh with like just sausage and other things in it I'm gonna have to try this place where is it it's by uh, the quick trip <laughs> uh I also uh found out when I looked on doordash that they do doordash ooh so, they do doordash so, so, so if it is good I might I might get it delivered Throw it, throw it in my rotation. Dan, can you pretend to eat a sausage roll? Nope. There you go. <laughs> I'll just make sure it was structurally sound before I've been to it. Sure, you were making sure it wasn't like a chicken pot pie. Correct. <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, um, they also have some, like, I think they're called, like, no, they can't be called, like, Jonathan's. Uh, like an ear of corn. <laughs> they could be called Jonathan's. Oi! All over Jonathan! All over, all over, all over Shred Susie! <laughs> Is that one of them? No. Oh. No, there was like, there was like down forever. They, they, they've gone into business. No, uh, we, it's probably us. We probably killed them. Because our, our, yeah, our podcast... Numbers are too high. Our podcast is so popular that everybody went, and now they're dead. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so they also have brekkie pies, right? On the weekends. That's the bummer to me, because tomorrow morning I would legit go there to get a brekkie pie. But they don't have them on the weekdays. And on the weekends, I eat breakfast with my family, if I eat breakfast. Uh, you know who, uh, going to Jared's thing where he was hoping that I was going to eat it, the, the sausage tube on the side, uh... Someone we used to work at at Best Buy that I never seen him do, but everyone talked about how he would eat his Chipotle burritos canoe style. So he would take the Chipotle burrito and he would eat it from the middle. I've never so like some sort of maniac. I've never heard the term canoe style. Who was this? You can't say. It's ah uh, okay. Well, be well, be said. Man, what a freak. Mm-hmm. I why it can't it can't be more efficient to eat it that way. Maybe he'd never seen someone eat a burrito, so that was the first thing he went to, and then he felt bad and like self conscious about it, so he never switched. I could see him doing it just to do it. Don't knock it till you try it. He ate Subway and Chipotle canoe style. Did he come Subway up with the, well? Did he come up with the canoe style term? I hope. Who's so, I've never that's another thing I've never heard. Canoe style. The best part is the middle, maybe. That could be. Uh Justin Bieber burrito hoax video. What kind of garbage are you linking? I don't know. Uh, so it was good enough to go back. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll try different one. <laughs> 36 Ninja says I eat Pickle Spears canoe style I got some I <clears throat> Oh I, I could see that Like uh, it's, it's almost like you're eating A Pickle Spear Like a slice of watermelon You're, yeah. you're kind of You're eating like the, the, the fleshy inside. Do you eat the skin then when you're done? Or do you, or do you just whip it out the wall? 
My uh, my kids when they were toddlers. Well, Aurora still is a toddler. She doesn't like to eat cucumber skin. And Nemo, okay, when he was a toddler, he wouldn't eat cuc. But they eat cucumbers like crazy. But they just like they eat everything that's not the skin. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it would be the same thing if you gave them a cucumber spear. They would just eat all the flesh and not the skin. We uh, the goat. We usually. I think they usually peel the the cucumbers. Uh, I don't know if it's like a, a, a thing that other people would have in their house. Like we would have uh, like sliced cucumber, and like if my parents were having like people over for like a like a like a party or something like that, um, one of the like kind of hors d'oeuvres, like with you know like your chips and stuff like that, uh, uh, cucumbers in uh, malt vinegar. So so you put a bowl. It's, oh. it's just malt vinegar with, with just slices of cucumber yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I, I like malt vinegar. I like vinegar. I thought you were gonna say like cucumbers with cheese on them, and I was gonna be like, damn, everybody does that. We, yeah, like cucumber like, with some feta cheese on them. Oh, okay. It's not really, like it, but not like dip it in cheese whiz. I mean, I suppose he could. We eat cucumbers all the time. It's one of my kids' favorite vegetables. They go through them like crazy. They're and they're just good. They're hydrating. Mm-hmm. I eat candy canes canoe style. <laughs> what else could you eat canoe style? Can you can't eat an apple canoe style? What would be the weirdest? The <clears throat> Twix. You could eat a Twix canoe style. Probably any chocolate bar. A corn dog. That have a most chocolates that have like a like a specified bottom. Hot dog would be a weird one to eat canoe style. That's maybe the most insane one. Like the the burrito, the Chipotle burrito. I can see eating it and being able to keep it together. A hot dog, I feel like, would just be anarchy. Maybe his brain can't see shapes. Banana. And so he's used to eating a hamburger. Where you just grab it and you bite, and he doesn't understand that it's now a cylinder of meat, and he and he can't eat it the same way as a circle that he that he saw as his hamburger. So he's so he's just like, and he just he's like his he's no special reasoning, so he doesn't know what's going on. But that would imply that he eats hot dogs that way. Has anybody seen him eat a hot dog? Well, they I feel like somebody had to because we had hot dog cookouts at Best Buy all the time. Uh. <laughs> Well, they said he ate Subway sandwiches that way. He did, yeah. You guys did say that. So that's 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 my hypothesis for the. I think it's a good day. one, Dan. I think so. I'm still hungry. No, I really want like a sandwich. Just get just get some. Oh no, you can't get an an Aussie pie. No, nope. have to close it like eight. That, that sounds right. I can't imagine anybody wanting an Aussie pie after eight. They're also not open on Mondays. All right, you guys just hang out here. I'm going to go make a sandwich. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to try that place. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll probably get it for lunch one day because it's not that wouldn't be too hard of a hike for me. No, oh. it's just by the quick trip. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's uh, the, what's uh, the liquor store over there by Ray J's? What's the liquor store called? What is that liquor store? Top 10? 
Yes. Yeah, I'll go to top ten sometimes on a lunch. Wait, what? I'm getting, no, I get hammered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go like if I'm like, oh, I need to have beer for the podcast. I'll go grab that and then run home and. That's a, that's a that's a good twofer. You could just uh, you could like stop there, get some. That's what I mean. Get some beer and some hand pies. Instead of running, you know, I'll go the back way. And I get the beer, and then I just run home quick, and you know, grab a bowl of cereal or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could eat a popsicle canoe style. Thanks, Schwat. That's true. That's just keep, true. Keep throwing them out there as you get them. Could uh, what's uh, the weirdest way you could eat an apple? Like top to bottom, and then all the way around. I, I think if you tried to like if you took the bottom of the apple and you tried to just bite like that down on the bottom of the apple. Oh yeah. Okay, you're right. If you. <laughs> If you ate it, like through, like you're saying through the core. Yeah, yeah, you're starting at the literal bottom of it, and you're just and you're just eating through the core, the stem. And then, so the only thing you don't eat, in theory, is the stem. Do you spit the seeds out? I mean, if you're insane enough to eat it that way. No, you're whatever. Yeah, whatever. Your digestive tract can handle the seeds. Through the core with a spoon, a whole apple in one bite. That'd be pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. What is the opposite of canoe style called? Normal. Yeah. No, that'd be uh, poof. Because you're going end to end then. Ass to ass? No. no I, was, I was just going to say. <laughs> um, or conversely, eat corn on the cob hot dog style. Torpedo style. <laughs> Torpedo style works. I like that one. Torpedo style. Uh, the weirdest way to eat an apple is freezing it like a popsicle. And then licking it? And then, wait, yeah. Because you can't bite into it then. Tube style. Wait, Kibby, so I don't understand. Come out of tubes. So you freeze it mm-hmm. and then just break all your teeth off? Yeah, it's like it's like apple juice, but not, <clears throat> not good to drink. <laughs> JR Dan pretended to lick an apple, a frozen apple. Kibby says yes. Okay, so you just oh. bite a frozen apple. Uh, I once had a person tell me that if you eat the core of an apple, like a tsutsuba, or a jawbreaker. It's like a giant jawbreaker. Wait, jawbreakers are giant. Uh, <laughs> stop doing it. I once had a person tell me that if you eat the core of an apple, you'll get really, really sick because apples filter out their own toxins and they store them in their core. It might have been Amber's mom now that I'm saying this out loud. She might have been like listening to Dr. Oz. That's what I mean. No, she there, 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 I don't there, think there was the whole like there was the whole thing a few years ago like like technically there is like a small amount of like niacin, like arsenic or something like that okay. in uh, uh, in apples and so like there's just there's like apples kill people. Apple seeds contain cyanide, but you have to use a lot. Cyanide, that's what it is. What did I say? Niacin is niacin even a poison? It is right. I don't know. Jared's a doctor; he'll tell us. Ricin? Ricin's a bad one. Ricin. Oh, it's niacin. Niacin is a vitamin. Well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You've been cutting out niacin this, this is, whole time? This is why I'm not a doctor. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick once calculated the number of apples he needs to eat to kill himself. Oh, that's right. Uh, Luke at Best Buy used to eat apple chorus, and that dude climbed all those mountains in his free time. It's in cereal. Hey, what's up, Pat? Um, um, man, chat's popping off tonight. I need more beer. Did you already finish that one? 
Mm, not quite. Oh, okay. 400 to 450 apples. Okay. To kill apple a man. Seeds. Wait, apples, apple seeds. Yeah, okay. Um, you'd have better luck bludgeoning a man or firing apple seeds at his face. Yeah, what's the, what's the time frame, Nick, that you'd have to eat that many apple seeds in? Like at once. Like you would, you would like powder that up and like make it into a smoothie and eat it canoe style. Suck of pops coming in hot. Poof. Um, a lifetime. I don't know why you're. Why does it have Bluetooth? Is just do those Quip ones have Bluetooth? Pat wants to know why his his toothbrush has Bluetooth. Probably. Four forty nine. There's, there's, there's probably like a gyroscope in there too, so it knows how you're brushing. I don't. People. Mike has one of those. I don't know why people love those Quip toothbrushes so much. I don't. I don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the dentist for ten years, and then I went and I didn't have any cavities. But you have no teeth left. He's like, You're... good news is you have no cavities. Bad news is you have teeth. I was so anxious going there because Amber brushes her teeth and like flosses and does everything she's supposed to. And she went and had like two cavities or something. And I hadn't gone in 10 years and went in there. And I was like, I'm really anxious. I know I should have been going, but I haven't gone. And then nothing. Uh, it does buzz for switching quadrants. So I'm okay, assuming so that's so like make sure you're brushing enough. <laughs> it's like one, two, three, four. All right, there'd be like four. No, no. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then forty more. Oh the damn! I didn't know that, Amber. So Amber says that's two for my whole life. Never had them so far. I've had a lot of cavities. Uh, it gives you a nice electrical volt to switch teeth. Um. Have we have we have we exhausted the canoe style conundrum? Yeah, I th- uh, I still think hot dog would be the hardest one to do that with. Fourteen quadrants. I uh, watched uh, last Friday. They did a live. Uh, how did this get made? That was that was that was, that was pretty neat. So how do they do it live? They just did a live stream of it. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was ten dollars uh, for like for whatever website this was that like that like put it on. And then yeah, then it was Paul, uh, June, and uh, Manzukis talking about cats. <laughs> and man, I think only I think only Wallaby seen cats. But man, it, it at some point I just have to watch cats because man, it's a uh, I don't know. That I would. Movie sounds like it's just on, just on, unfettered nonsense. Once October movie night's over, I'm totally down for trying to add cats to the to the to the crazy quarantine movie <laughs> night list. I'd be down to watch cats with everybody. Um, Kimmy says everything has Bluetooth now. Toothbrushes, shoes, Cracker Jack boxes, everything. Oh, yeah. There's, there's got. I'm a hundred percent sure there's shoes with Bluetooth. When I was looking at jump ropes to get one of like. They kept advertising Bluetooth jump ropes to me. It keeps track of your jumps. Well, all, all like the new, uh, like like some of like the newer, newer like dumbbells and and like kettlebells and stuff like that. Ha- will have like 
accelerometers and things like that so they, so they know how you're lifting mm-hmm. so it can real time kind of track how you're working out which is kind of neat like it so so it can know your form and stuff hmm. yeah i guess and it, it'll, it'll know like it'll know like like speeds like in like it'll know the axes and how you're holding it so it, it can it can kind of like correct you in real time interesting damn you <laughs> why why do you say that Gibby? um he, huh he's, he's complained about that before has he I don't remember that. I don't have the best memory. No. Uh, Javin says, make sure you watch the cat asshole cut. There's a, they, there's apparently like people, there's a, a oh, missable, like, I know. Cat, there's like a Snyder cut. There's the, the cat's butthole cut. Because uh, Paul of Tompkins was obsessed with that. Yeah. Um. Well, he, he makes an appearance in the, in the live stream as uh, uh, Angela Weber. <laughs> Perfect. Paul of Tompkins says, I have, that's the podcast I probably listen to the most and I'm going to be sad when I'm out of it is the neighborhood. Listen, mm. that one's been really fun. Those two are great yeah. together. <clears throat> um, but yeah, when I was looking at those jump ropes, I was like, man, I just want like a $10 piece of rope. Mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need some crazy athlete tracker thing or Bob. I also have stopped wearing my heart rate monitor for most workouts. I wasn't. I, I I only wear it um, when I'm biking like a long time on the indoor bike. Because uh, if I'm if I'm at like I don't know mile like twenty whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like I can kind of see how like how my body's doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like. Or if, if I'm like overexerting for maybe too long, it'll be, you know, it might be somewhere like, like it might be like in like 180 for, for like too long. It's like, no, let's, we don't need, we don't need to be doing this. Like, yeah, you, you still have, you still have this much distance to go. Let's not, that's not red line. Yeah, let's not go crazy. Yeah, I was wearing it. I haven't really run that much lately. Um, just because I don't know. <laughs> I kind of gave up, I guess. Mm hmm. Um, I mean, once the once the school year started, it got hard to like fit in running. Oh, uh, that's that's like I like once once our health that shifts went down. That was the first thing I I kind of forced myself to get back was in the habit again of like doing things because like I I barely exercised in September. I I barely did. Oh, really? I was still exercising. Yeah. I would get up in the morning, but it was way it's way easier to go down and just lift than it is to like go out and run oh, 100%. for me personally uh, to just go down and, and lift some weights. I also feel better after I don't feel, I feel way better after lifting than I do after running, but I still, I'll wear it when I do jump rope because I try to keep my heart rate in a certain frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when I'm doing the rower, I try to keep my heart rate, at a certain level. Mm-hmm. And if I ever go back to using the elliptical, it would be the same thing. But like f- for lifting and stuff, I don't really use it anymore. No, it's, it's not, not, there's not really it's not as important there. No, <clears throat> I can kind of, I can kind of tell how many calories I'm burning. Uh, Kibby says, you always talk about movie night and I never get invited. I know it's because I'm in Ohio, but still I'm going to start my own movie night. With blackjack and hookers. 
Uh, forget the movie night in blackjack. You just want hookers? That's a that's a that's a bender quote from uh, Futurama. Thank you. like that does sound familiar um what's the next year in jerusalem is that that's not the same episode as my life my life's great uh booze babes i got it all oh i can't remember um, I, I haven't watched an episode of that in so long that uh, did you watch any of the new season of that when they like came back amber amber has seen every single episode of that i'm pretty sure amber if you're still in the- there let me know at the beginning, I did. Okay. I didn't. I didn't watch like the last uh, the last couple seasons. I don't think. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of seasons of Rick and Morty that I haven't seen either. It's really hard to watch anything. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> what? Leave your wife alone. Did you watch yeah. all the Futurama episodes? <sighs> I finished uh, season two of uh... Tough Guys or whatever it was called. Boys. The boys. I fucking hate the title of that show. Boys. Uh, oh, okay. That, that show is aggressive. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the fact that they can get away with like doing whatever they want because it's like see you, Pat. rated PG thirteen. It's love you, buddy. See you, Pat. Uh, it's like hard R. So it's like hard it's, R. It, it, it's like that childish Gambino song. No, it's not the same. Uh, it's. It, it gets violent and very dark at some points, <laughs> which it, it, it's 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 super neat. It kind of see, like uh, it does a good job of kind of portraying how some of these people might behave with that sort of power and immunity. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it's eight episodes a season. Damn, Patty dinner late. Eight episodes uh, a season. He eats like a European. Uh, Is that canoe style? Yeah. No, it's gondola style. What style? Gondola. Ooh. They're in Venice. <laughs> um, you your pasta up. It's eight episodes a season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if we'll get around to that one. No, you, you, you probably wouldn't. We got to finish. We talked about this last week. Kingdom. Yeah, and then I got, and then Amber's got to watch uh, the show about the rich people. Succession. Succession, because I have to finish that too. Because I was, I think I was two episodes away from finishing that, or one episode away, you know, finishing it because they're making mm-hmm. a new season, right? I was yeah. really close to finishing it, and then all hell broke loose in the world, and I just didn't watch it. <laughs> and then you might watch the leftovers. Yeah. Maybe. You know what else I thought would be fun? Would be uh, I was try I, I didn't it didn't get fully fleshed out, but I thought like there's got to be a way that I could watch uh, the Marvel movies. The what are the th- what are the what are the ones? Is it like do I have to watch every Marvel one to get the two that everybody loved? Uh I think you, you probably have enough knowledge to understand what's happening. I just thought it would be... F- so, you know how uh, Scott Ackerman and... Um, I can't think of his name. Sean, Sean Diston mm-hmm. are doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Yeah. I was like, it would be fun to do something like that where I watch it and Dan watches me watch it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean Distin is basically watching Scott Ackerman watch it. Uh, but I, could, I couldn't exactly think of how to do it. I was like, it wouldn't be totally fun to watch me watch it. Then I'd be t- then I'd feel the need to talk over the whole damn thing. No, 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 no. You would you you wouldn't record yourself watching it. Whoa, Kibby, Kibby coming on strong. I've never uh, I've never seen these movies, Kibby. You you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't record yourself watching the movie. It would just be you would talk about it after the fact. Okay, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I was like, because I mean, there are some things where you can say like, okay, start the movie now, and then. You know what I mean? Like you can, it, it, it would be like a commentary track for the movie. You, you could definitely do that, but, but I, then I think that the, I was like, no, I would just want to watch them and then talk yeah. about them after, but I would make mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I would make many notes. Um, I could, th- there's something I want to figure out too. It would take, it would take more work, but I want to figure out a way to talk about things that, uh, are like potential spoilers. Cause did you read Dune? Not yet. Okay. I thought you were reading it too. And it was like, well, me and Dan could talk about Dune, but then I don't want to spoil things for people. So it's easy. It's easy here on the live stream because you just have another overlay that says like, you just say what you're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when you, when the overlay comes down, you know, the spoilers are over and you can unmute it. But then I was like, if we, to do it on the audio version, you'd almost have to cut in and say like, okay, we're going to talk about Dune spoilers. If you don't want to hear them, go to minute, you know, 3245. Correct. Kibby, these guys love them and, and they read comic books. I don't know. I don't, I don't do either. So I don't have, I don't have a dog in the fight, but we've talked about this. We're American males. Ad nauseum. Um, <laughs> But I thought it. I what I, one of the things I thought would be fun because it's become one of the one of the like tropes of this podcast is mm-hmm. is that like it seems like every three months we go back over the Marvel thing. You can do a separate spoiler cast. You know what? I'm True. not. I'm just going to start spoiling stuff. No. <laughs> so Dune. Um. Jack dies at the end. Jack dies at the end of Dune. Um, isn't the lost verse right? Well, the lost lost is in the Dune verse. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, that's right. At the end of season four, when they show the whole island underwater, that's technically Dune. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Schwat, there's no such thing. His books are so good that I don't know. You can't really spoil stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. <laughs> that's what, that's what they were that's what they were talking about with like uh with like Tenet, uh like the like the new Nolan movie yeah it's like it's just it's just so like like it's Nolan turned up to eleven with just like uh like time and mind and like things tapping they're like if you, if if someone heard you talking about it they would have no idea what's happening <clears throat> yeah I mean that's kind of what it is with with Wolf you just be like what. Because I thought about talking about a part of uh, the wizard that I'm reading, and then I was like, "Yeah, it won't work." Because that it 
there's so like there's so much that I'd have to explain beforehand that everybody would just get bored by the time I got to the thing that I thought was really impactful nobody would care and I was like eh, I'm just not going to talk about it like you're you're not wrong Schwat with like the doing thing like I'm like a few chapters in and it is like if I was to say that like oh yeah like the son of Atreides like the not like just the first couple chapters in the political maneuvering that people have been doing for a while that they're just referring to it's like no like like if i talked about the first two chapters it would make no sense if i try to be like oh this this cool thing happened like huh dune i might rile up only wade because i don't think anybody else has read dune but dune is just it's just game of thrones in outer space like the first like that no there isn't but like when you read the first game of thrones book you're like what the fuck is going on? Who are these people? But then as you get introduced, introduced to them, you just, it's like political intrigue and maneuvering and uh, I'm not wound up. Good. That's, that's what he says when he's wound up. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's ultimately like, I, cause I remember talking to Dune. I remember talking to <laughs> Dune. <laughs> they were talking to Dune. Hey, Dune. I'm only laughing so hard because I got you really good. I turned so red. I remember talking to Wade and asking him, like, which book comes next and blah, blah, blah. And Wade's like, I don't really know because I never read any of them. I read the first one and then just kind of read some summaries of the other ones. And that seemed like it was good enough. And that's kind of how I feel. Like, And that's kind of how I feel about Game of Thrones. Is like, At a certain point, it's just like, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt about Dude. It was like, <clears throat> it's good. I'm not saying it's not good, but it's just like, yeah, it's 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 another one of those books where it's just it's about double crossing and maneuvering and trying to get your bloodline or your you know things yeah, like yeah, that. 100%. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, like 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 the thing you're kind of talking about, like with with like the wizard. I, I think is like like I've had that that moment reading some books that I don't think anyone's ever actually ever gonna read. But like you, it like, like as you're reading it, you have like a like you uh, you actually have like a like a like a like a bodily reaction to it because it's so like it's so whatever's happening was like they did such a good job in creating the world for it and like the the story that like, as having like you like like i got like in that i'm like oh my god it's awesome like it was like like everything that was happening was like i can't this is fucking great like it's everything like it's it's like everything was set up so well and it paid off so well that like it was like i i'm, I'm just excited reading this you getting excited makes me want to go upstairs and get that book <laughs> but i'm not going to there's like a point in the book where like a solid gold man basically what book are you talking about his, He's the fuck of an assassin, and it just it I just couldn't handle it. What I book was like, is yes, this? yes, yes, Pandora Star. Oh, you've talked about that before. I, I've recommended it a few times. I think it's one of those things where like I know it's like I've recommended, but I don't think anyone's actually going to read it because they're huge. Uh, How many books are there? There are two, uh, and they're like forty-eight hours on Audible. Like they're gigantic. Jesus. Yeah. Both combined or both are forty-eight hours. Both separately. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
You yeah, like they're, they're like they're like they're like beasts of books, but they're yeah. you liked. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed them. No, you liked. Uh, who's the dude? Who's the dude that wrote Hyperion? Oh, uh, Dan Simmons. Yeah, what's his other the other Ilium and Olympus? Oh, Ilium and Olympus. You like those? Yeah, there's a spider. I, uh, where are you going? Those were those were books where I I enjoyed the. I think I enjoyed the crazy, the crazy world, like just like how like uh, the the building of or the incorporation of like the the Greek stuff with the the super futuristic stuff and just kind of what was, like I, I I enjoyed like um, how clever it was at points. Yeah, but he, they weren't they weren't like the greatest stories of all time. But I, but I, I, I really enjoy kind of like the, the, the world and the concept of what was happening. He's been the closest to kind of Gene Wolf that I've found. Where like there's a lot going on. Oh, especially when you go with the fucking like Shrike stuff in uh, like Hyperion. I didn't get as far and, in Hyperion. I don't think. I read there, almost. There was a fucking point in Hyperion where like I almost started crying. Really? Where like. Like there was a like a something with someone dying and like just because like there's a lot of kind of going back and reliving past selves in like that book or at least that in the second one, okay. uh, that like it it's it 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 it, it like it, it got me. Maybe I didn't even try Hyperion. Maybe because uh, Ilium has so much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Amber also said I couldn't find it when I looked once. I think she's talking about Dawn Gold Star, Pandora Star. Um, Ilium has so much going on. So there's like the rich aristocrat, right? Yep. And then there's the robots. Yep. And then there's the gods. Yep. Okay. I think I was confusing the rich aristocrat for being Hyperion, but that's not Hyperion. Hyperion. (laughs) I think I've read. I think I've read the first chapter in Hyperion, which starts with the guy playing like a big organ in space, right? I think that sounds that's that I think that's correct because he's on like a spaceship going somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, I the thing for me was there was there was like a lot going on in. I should give Ilium another chance now that I think about it because there was a lot going on. There was a lot like there were tons of references to Shakespeare. Yes, but I like couldn't. He does, I couldn't. He does that where like characters start like 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 certain characters are obsessed with like a thing like that but i couldn't figure out how it tied into the main theme or how it Mm. i couldn't figure out how it tied into anything else and i was like Mm -hmm. but it was i also made the mistake of trying to read that book like after i had my first kid when Mm. i was just busy and overwhelmed and was like i don't have the time for or the energy to like figure out what's going on so maybe i should give that another try because i read I gave that book, I usually give a book about 100 pages, and if it doesn't really do anything for me, then I just won't read it. For, for as much as I love... I'm pretty sure like, I gave that book like uh, 350 pages. I gave it a lot. For as much as I love heady sci-fi, I still don't understand why I haven't actually just read the Book of the New Sun. Like, that, like, it, like it is right up my alley, because I, I like being challenged uh, when... Like, cause it, it's the same thing with like foundation and like the foundation series where it's like, I, I, I like when it's so smart that it, it makes, it's like, but it's, it makes me feel yeah <clears throat> clever. 
It's oh. way more obscure. No, that, 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 does, that doesn't bother me. Okay. I would love... I, everybody, everybody who knows me knows that I would love to have anybody to talk to about the Book of the New Sun. Christian is the only person I can talk to about it. and I don't see him that often. Don't so give in to him. Don't right, do fine, I'm not reading it. Do give in, Javin. He, he told me not to. Javin would just be jealous. He would have to read it himself, so he could also be in the. He, he could be in the book of the new sun side chat. All right, Javin. My my uh, my wedding gift to you is that I will not read the book of the new sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'd let you borrow my uh, my uh book that studies that my book that helps you read it oh what, what's the i forgot that thing's called uh <laughs> lexicon earthus it's a gift that keeps on giving <laughs> didn't you buy it i'm pretty sure you bought it oh no i own it yeah you own yeah. no you own the compendium that's the first two i think it's called oh it's right there i have it it's called shadow and claw oh that's not it i, I bought uh, percy jackson the lightning thief Oh, I've never read that. Is that what you're talking about? Percy I think, Jackson? I think Amber read that. She liked well, Of course that. she did. That, that, that was in the YA boom. But yeah, Dune was fine. I, I, I do buy lots of things that are just on my shelf. Dan buys lots of <laughs> Dan buys lots of things. I don't feel the need to ever read Dune again. Um, and three months from now, I'll, I'll have forgotten most of it. But it was... Uh, I did not read it, actually. I thought you did. Um. Yeah, Dune was good. It was. I mean, it was enter- it, it it was entertaining enough that it kept my attention the whole way through. You know, I didn't just stop reading it. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Um. Now I got to finish the night, and then I think the next book I'm going to start is uh, The Devil in a Forest, which is the new Gene Wolfe book I got that I'm I got a big old boner about. But when I start when I start a new Gene Wolfe book, a part of what sucks is that I I won't be able to read any other books at the same time. So, should we move on to our uh, uh, our one and only segment? Sure. You, you start talking about it real quick. Okay. So here on this might sound stupid. We have one segment and one segment only. Dan keeps the live stream up. I'm not. Somebody hit me up with how many viewers there are. I don't know how many of you have bounced out. I think Jr. probably has. Pat had to eat dinner at nine o'clock. Um. But yeah, here on um, <clears throat> sorry, so it's five. Thanks, Rot. Here on this might sound stupid. We have uh, one segment and one segment only. It's called Rob's Random Topic, uh, and this is how it works. Once a week, Dan or myself will uh, text our friend Rob on a group chat and demand a random topic. The rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought. And that just means that whatever pops in Rob's mind first is what he has to send us. So he can't he can't think of it ahead of time. He can't keep a running list. Um, and it's fun to just try to talk about whatever dumb thing Rob sends us. This week it is, what is the luckiest thing that's happened to you? Like a single event. event. Think finding $100 on the street. I had two that popped in my head. What are they? Uh, uh, first one, it's dumb. 
So there's like Magic the Gathering, like the card game Magic the Gathering. Uh, so they had like an online client that you could like play the game online. And like oh, technically, I... like the cards can be like traded and like paid for with money and things like that. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Um, 15 years ago or something like that. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like, I know exactly what you're going to say. Like I played it at some point for a little bit um, and then just kind of got rid of some of the cards and just like stopped playing. And then I like logged into it like two, like like a year later or something like that. And I just had like multiple just like full sets of cards just in this account. And I don't know where they came from. So like, I don't know if like someone hacked the account and they were like using it to like hold cards. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I just immediately just turned around and just sold them all for like four hundred like fifty dollars. Like I don't know where these fucking cards came from. Yeah, you made a bunch. But of I, money. I, just, I, just, I just dumped them all. I'm just like fuck this. <laughs> Let's sell all these cards. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, I was probably nine or something like that. Nine or ten. I'm guessing, but my uh, brother was always on like a like a like a decent hockey team, like a traveling hockey team, and they went to play a game against a, a team in Detroit at uh, Joe Louis Arena. So at like the where the uh, where the where the, where the, like the Detroit NHL team plays. Okay. Um, and so they played earlier in the day before the game happened, and then we were allowed to just kind of hang around in the stadium. And we had tickets to watch the game after, like, after that was happening later that night, the actual NHL game. And so we're kind of hanging out. It's way before the game starts. Uh, you, you'd see some random players kind of kind of come walking out. And people were going down to where, like, the entryway was, where, like, the, the players and coaches would walk out onto their benches and the ice and try to get autographs. And so my brother and his friends went all down there, and they were they were trying to get like autographs from people as they were as they were walking by and doing stuff. And they all kind of left, and I just kind of wandered down there, and it's kind of like me by myself, and like some dude just walks over, like comes walking out, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to do want to go in the locker room?" I'm like, "Sure." So this guy, this is alarming. This, picks, this is alarming to me right now. Just picks me up and just walks me away. And just walks me in to the Edmonton Oilers dressing room, and I'm I'm just like going around this piece of paper, just like, and, and like all, like all the all the players are just like signing my sheet of paper. Where were your parents? My my oh, my dad was like, because like, at no point did my dad think something was gonna happen to me. So he's he was just like <laughs> up in the stands with like other with like other dads. Yeah. But he like so like he saw he saw me like disappear. Uh, <laughs> and so like and like you what know, did he I, do? I, 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 so I, I, the way he makes it sound is like I don't think he, I don't think he assumed anything terrible was happening. Okay. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if he like recognized the guy, okay. or but like he, like he walked down to where like I left. Yeah. Like knowing that I would come back out at some point. Okay. But it was, it was, it's such a weird because it was such a. I've never heard of this story it was, before. It was such an odd thing to happen that I don't like my memory of it is is so. How old were you? I, I don't know, like nine or ten. Okay, maybe. Uh, 
it was so like I want to say skewed, but it's just like a it's such a blur because like I, like I remember like it happening. Like I remember like wa- walking back there. I remember like all these players like just dudes just basically just getting dressed to go play hockey, and I was like walking around their dressing room, and and then I just leave. And then, and then, like I just, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was the, it was such a, a, a such a weird. I do like, think it's one, weird. Once in a lifetime nonsense experience. This dude just saw a kid and was like, "Hey, you want to come in the dressing room?" What? Like, like if, I I, guess, if, I, if, I, if I if I was like the if I was like the offensive line coach, I'd be like that. I'd be like, "Hey, I guess, you want you want to you want to come see the players?" I guess if you don't have kids, maybe you'd think that. But like now having kids, I would think like, "Well, let's let's find your dad and tell him like where you're going." <laughs> So you don't just so you don't just disappear, kid, out here alone. Yeah, I, well, it's one of those things where, like, I, I guess I would assume that. No, I, I, I get. It was the we'll say it was uh, the nineties, and sure. it was parenting was different back then. I guess I'm not I'm not putting that on you or your dad. I'm saying no, no. to the adults who came out and was like, "Hey, come away with me," I'd be like, "Let's go tell your dad and make sure he's okay with you." You know what I mean? Like, it was a different time. Gavin gets it. It was a different time. Also Canada. It wasn't Canada. It was Detroit. That's almost worse. Were you listening? No, it was a Canadian. It was, I went into the Edmonton Oilers dressing room though. Yeah. In Detroit. That's that's a Canadian team. Yeah. But it could have been a Detroit trick. Uh, No, we were, we were, uh, that's true. But we were, we were at the away teams. And, and I was going to bring up Jacob Wetterling and then I thought against it. But Schwartz says the nineties were the height of child abduction fear, Dan. As as, as I was saying that, that's a hundred percent it though. Like that was like, (laughs) it was beat into your head as a kid. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, you're, you're in a sport, like, like who knows what I was thinking, but it was, it was, you know, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) I'm fine. Wait, I (laughs) I know I already asked you, but I already forgot. How old are you? Were you nine? Is that what you said? I feel like I was nine or ten. Hmm. Okay. Uh. I'm just saying. I definitely, I definitely wasn't a teenager at that point. I think it would be cool to give a kid that experience, but I would want to like run it by their parents first. That's all I'm saying. But mm-hmm. I could also see like if you're like a 20 year old hockey player. How old was the guy that grabbed you? That's oh, he, he that's was like he was like the offensive like line coach. He was probably like uh, I'm guessing he was probably like. 50s or something like that. Oh, okay. Like 40s well, or 50s, like, yeah, like, yeah, that, like he, that like guy he probably, probably should, like probably should have known better. I probably saw like his grandson. He's like, eh, this kid's like my grandson. Maybe, yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, it was innocent. What happened? I'm just saying. I'd be like, if I was your dad, I'd be like, wait, hold on, Mike. Some guy just took my kid. Hold on. Oh no, I, that, that that was going on through his head. I'm sure. Like, yeah, that's the way he kind of explains it. It's and like, I would be going down to where the locker room entrance was, and at least talking to a security guard can like, can you just go like. Tell my son that I'm out here, please. Uh, Dan, this is sounding more and more like you barely escaped a scary situation. <laughs> That's why when Dan, when he got to that point in the story, I was like, wait, what? This is, this is mildly alarming. No, it was, it was like, it was one of the things where like, you're like, cause like you're a kid, you're a kid and you're like Canadian and you're like, oh my God, That's like, probably I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm in a fucking like NHL dressing room. And like, like I, I, it's so weird thinking like, like, like me as an like, if I was like an adult hockey player and like a little kid was in there, like I'd be like, thrilling. Like, I'm sure they were just like, you know, like, 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 just like kind of excited to just kind of like, you know, like, like yeah. sign my piece of paper and like, and like, and like make me feel like super, uh, you know, super important. 
but it was like I was so like in like awe of what was happening that it was just like a it was like like just like you know a kid who just can't quite like like fully grasp like uh you know it's like when you kind of like meet your hero sort of things like i like i didn't know all of them but i was still just in awe that they were all just like professional hockey players oh for sure yeah i like rollo's comment what kind of luck are we talking about here <laughs> um so, so those are my two like completely unexpected lucky events i had uh i have a i have a few that go through my head but they're all kind of different the first one, honestly, when Rolo sent this to me, I'm gonna. It's like it's very corny, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Is meeting my wife. <laughs> I don't care. I like disconnect. Uh, <laughs> just leaves Discord. Uh, and me and meeting and and meeting you and <laughs> meeting you and meeting my friends. I just really. I talk about that all the time on the podcast. I feel very fortunate to have the people I do in my life because oh, 100%. I look at some of the other people in my life or some of my other relatives or just if you just kind of like pay attention to the way some people talk about their lives, it's just like, man, it really seems like finding a good partner or finding good friends is, is mm-hmm. not very easy. So that was the first one that popped in my head is like, well, I don't know. I I really often feel like my life would suck if I didn't find Amber, who is, you know, the yin to my yang, and kind of we make a good team. Um, but then when I then I was like, well, Rolo thought about what is somebody behind you? Are you going? No, go away. <laughs> Are you going pee? No, no. I was gonna see it. Like I might have that piece of paper. What piece of paper? You, you t- tell, tell your story. <laughs> Rollo. Rollo says you don't deserve her. It does push-ups on table. Still one of my biggest life regrets, Rollo. Rollo and I had this whole idea. It would have been, even Amber Lal, it would have been very funny. Uh, yeah, why did he have to take off his headset to get a piece of paper? Where... When Amber and I got married, oh, when, Amber corrected to a galal. When Amber and I got married, we thought it would be really funny if uh, Rob got up and made a drunken speech, and during the speech, like, just started talking a bunch of shit on me, and it ends with you taking off your sports coat, which reveals that your <laughs> your dress shirt didn't have sleeves, so it's just straight arms, and Rob... <laughs> Rob puts the microphone down on the table and starts doing push-ups on the head table and counting them off, <laughs> but like very out of breath, counting them off into the microphone like, one, two, three. And it is still to this day very funny to me. Uh, I don't... Dan has disappeared into some other Canadian locker room. Um, that story is probably not as funny to other people, but me and me and Amber and, and Rolo. Yep. It was, I mean, we've joked, we've joked about it for years now, Rolo. Uh, okay. Luck. Be a lady tonight. Um, what were the other ones? Oh, so there were, so two of them I haven't, uh, 
What if there's a ghost in his house? I don't think it... What if it's Michael Myers? We did just watch that movie. That would be pretty unlucky. Unless it's a friendly ghost. You don't know. Like, all ghosts aren't mean. This is the longest Dan's ever been gone, though. It's alarming. And he took off his headset. Okay. So, wait. I I wanted to wait to talk about this one. What if Dan popped up in Adam's stream? I'd be so happy. I miss my friends. Although that would, I mean, that would be some reckless driving, depending. I mean, <laughs> depending on how long it takes for him to get here. What is he doing? I can hear him. Oh, there he is. What did you find? This piece of paper? No, I thought my parents' house. What is it? Oh no, just a piece of paper with all their signatures on it, and like the game program and stuff like that. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. I'm, it makes me very happy that you ca- that you still have it. So of course. It's not laying around. What are you looking at? Do you keep it, it over there. Do you keep it out on a shelf and look every once in a while? It's on a frame that I move, depending on like the cycles of uh, Mercury. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating. No. Are you sweating? Drives bone. Um, okay, so two versions of luck that are not like finding a hundred dollar bill. Uh, one time, I went to high school downtown St. Paul, where there's a bunch of city buses. And one time, I was standing in the corner waiting for a light to change, and a city bus was driving by, and I didn't realize like how kind of like on the curb I was, and the city bus was pulling over to stop at a bus stop. And at the very last second, my friend Jeffro pulled me backwards. He like grabbed my jacket and pulled me backwards. Otherwise, the the bus because they have the rear view mirrors that stick way out mm-hmm. would have just smashed me in the face as it drove by. I don't think that would have killed me, but it wouldn't have felt great. I mean, it was <laughs> it, it it wasn't going slow. It would have done it would have done some real damage. Yeah, it wouldn't. It it would have fucking hurt and. Maybe, yeah, busted up stuff. So, and I mean, it was like the last second he got me out of there. Because I, yeah. Um, and then another one like that, that I I, a thousand percent would have died, is uh, we, when I was really little, I was like four or five, like Nemo's age. Um, and we went up, it was called the deer shack and you can, you know, you just went up there and hunted and rode four wheelers and stuff like that. And so my stepdad and my uncle Ken took me and my cousin Mike up there. And every day we would just go out four wheeling and doing shit. I don't really, I don't really remember a lot of it. I do remember it's the first place I ever saw a porno mag. Like I said, and I was like four or five. So that's great. Yeah, exactly. Because there were other like there were other boys up there who were like twelve and thirteen, and they had a porno mag, and it was just like, yep, she's I don't you know I don't re- I remember seeing it, but I don't really remember having any strong feelings about it. But now at thirty five with my own kids, it's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have seen a porno mag at like four or five. That's probably not cool. Um. Anyway, we my cousin Mike and I would ride in the in like a trailer that mm-hmm. was connected to one of the four wheelers. And we'd go through all these paths. 
I could not tell you where this place was. I'd have to ask my stepdad where this place was. And one day when we were coming back, I don't remember what we would do. We would ride in the four-wheeler and we'd do stuff. The only thing I ever remember was we went to a place that was a restaurant that one of the people who we were at this the deer shack with, one of the people owned. And so we got to go into this restaurant when it wasn't running and they had a bunch of like candy, like a can like you could buy candy bars there when you were checking out. And he just told us like, grab whatever candy you want. I don't care. And so me and my cousin, Mike, who were like five and six or four and five, just got to grab all this candy. <clears throat> but other than that, I don't remember what we do. But anyways, we were heading back to the deer shack one day and it wasn't a very far drive. And so we jumped in this thing, this little trailer that got pulled behind a four wheeler and I remember my cousin Mike looking at me and, and saying like, should we even buckle the seatbelt? Because there was like a seatbelt that went across both of us. And I was like, no, we're going to be back soon. It'll be fine. Well, when we were driving, the pin that held the trailer to the uh, four-wheeler popped out. So the arm of the trailer dug into the dirt and we were going at a good clip and fucking flung us through the air. And my stepdad, I don't, I don't know exactly how far we flew, but it was far. And we were wearing helmets. And there's pictures of me. Like, my whole face is scratched up. I have a huge fat lip. The glass on the helmet that I was wearing was all busted in. Like, because I basically fell and smashed my face. It's probably the first concussion I ever got in my life. Um, but if we had been wearing our seatbelts, it would have just smashed us both into the ground and, like, snapped our necks. So that was lucky that... My cousin Mike, instead of just saying, like, give me the seatbelt so we can buckle it, he said, should we buckle the seatbelt? And I was like, nah. <laughs> uh, because if we had buckled the seatbelt, we both would have almost certainly died. Hmm. So th those are two pieces of luck in that way that I didn't, I didn't die or get horribly injured. <laughs> um... And I also got a concussion I had to go to the emergency room for hanging out with my cousin, Mike. Again, not his fault. My parents just should have watched me more. What the fuck? That was one where I fell off the ladder onto a cement slab. <laughs> and, and knocked myself out cold. Like, wouldn't respond. They had to call the ambulance. I didn't wake up in the ambulance ride. I didn't wake up until we got to the hospital. And then I had to stay at a hospital for like 48 hours. It sucked. That was like... Yeah. Like, that yeah, was the only concussion I I know I I I'm for hundred percent got because I felt like I felt a slide. Oh yeah, I've heard and that story. Like, the next time I remember is like, it's just like being in like the hospital, like having like a having like a like a popsicle. Oh really? Like I, I, like I didn't go out, but I do not remember uh going to the hospital at all. Okay. No, this concussion was so bad they kept me. I don't remember if it was twenty four or forty eight hours. But what I do remember was miserable was I had to stay at the hospital uh, and they had to wake, they woke me up every hour and would shine a flashlight in my eye um, to check for something. I don't know, but that's how bad that concussion was. That might've been the first, huh? I was going to say like that was, that was the thing I always remember from being a kid is that if someone, I don't know, I don't know where we, maybe cause we played hockey and like there, like there, there's, there's like just like the threat of like head trauma just from like a kid like like falling over and hitting the board or something. Uh, I always had this like this thing like I remember like ingrained in my head from like an early age was that you don't let a person with a concussion go to sleep. 
So, so I feel like that's part of that where it's like you, I, for I some went, reason you don't let a person with a concussion go to like go to sleep at all. Or they went, like that. I went to sleep. I think it was two nights because I think my dad stayed with me one night. My mom stayed with me another. I don't know. The memory, first off, it's a long ago memory. And then second off, mm-hmm. I had just had a concussion. Yeah. So like, but, it's, it's, we can't quite trust what's going on here. It's one of those things that I've wondered about. Like as I've gotten older and I've learned how bad concussions are for you. Like mm-hmm. I was, that might've been my first concussion or the one at the deer shack was. But it was like, I was that young and I had a concussion that was bad enough. They kept me overnight at a hospital. Yeah. And then I've, I've had several more concussions and I just wonder like what, what has that because like getting getting really bad concussions can change your behavior and so oh yeah especially when your brain is developing yeah so as i've learned more about concussions i've always been like i wonder what those things did to me because those were bad mm-hmm. um so wade says i've heard it's because if there's brain bleed or something they can't catch it if you are asleep okay yeah i all i remember was it was like all i wanted to do was sleep and i would have to sit up and they would like, I'd have to stay, you know, how when like, like, have you ever tried to wake up a kid? And they're just, I mean, they're just like, like, you can't keep them awake. They would oh, have, that, that's, that, that's like, that's the picture in my mind of the concussion sort of thing is that the person is always going to be wanting to go to sleep and you're like, you just have to be like, Hey, nope, nope. No, this would just be at like three in the morning and they would be coming in to, oh, to yeah, shine yeah. a flashlight in my eyes. But I, I'm going to say like, like my memory of the whole thing was that it was, it was like this weird thing where it was, uh. You know, they're, they're, you basically just have to, like, keep the person. I don't know, like, how this thing was, like, ingrained in my head, like, where I got it from. I know it was, I've it was, heard like, it. Super I just, early on. I just don't think it's it was, as extreme as you're making it. No, no. But, like, I'm, I'm sure, like, my little kid head yeah, made you it can, like, if, that much more like they a, fall asleep for a second. Keep awake! They're, they're going to die! Dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the, the finding $100 luck. I one time was looking for, I was going to interview for a job and I was looking for a, a pair of dress pants and I went to the Goodwill and I tried on a pair of dress pants that didn't work, but I found $38 in the pocket. And you didn't get that job. Uh, I don't remember if I got the job or not, but I kept that $38 and I like, I'll never forget it. Cause I put my hand in there and I was like, this feels like money. And I pulled it out and I was like, this is like not, you know, it wasn't like $3. Like finding three dollars, I wouldn't remember. It was like thirty-eight bucks. I was like, "This is like two or three meals." <laughs> like, yeah. And it was yeah. It was when I was in college and like broke as fuck. Um, that one was pretty cool. But the the best money one ever was I was on my way to work at Best Buy and I was running late, and it was like during the holidays, and the traffic was just further backed up than I th- than I thought. Like I thought people were going to start driving sooner and the car in front of me stopped short. And then I had to stop short, like slam on my brakes. Yeah. That's my move. Stop short. Uh, and a guy in an escalade behind me or not like an, like a, is an escalade. That's like a, like a SUV, right? Yeah. Yeah. He rear ended me going almost full speed. Mm. I didn't hurt me at all. I was totally fine but bumped me into the car in front of him. And this guy jumps out and I'm expecting like escalate. This guy's going to be a total douchebag. He just rear ended me, blah, blah, blah. And he was like the nicest man. He was like, Oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I'm fine. And he was like, I'm so sorry. And then he ran up to the car that he pushed me into. And he was like, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. And that guy 
I I always have been curious to know what happened with that guy and his daughter because they were both like, oh yeah, I don't know, man, I don't know, and I was like, I barely bumped you. Like you're probably fine. The guy rear-ended me, and my car bumped into the back of you. But it just seemed the way they were acting seemed shysty. Like mm-hmm. I think you guys are fine. But he was like, nobody here. Here's all my information. You don't have to worry about a thing. I'm gonna like my insurance could recover. Blah blah blah. Which isn't how it actually works in Minnesota, I don't think. Anyway, yeah, we're we're, we're on no we're we're some sort no of fault. State. Yeah. Anyway, he was just a super nice guy. My insurance company called me and they were like, bring your car here and they'll uh, assess the damages. Well, they assessed that it, it was a Hyundai Tiburon. It was a hatchback and the whole hatchback was like crooked. And they just, they were like, it's totaled. You like, you just, this is how much money you get. <laughs> and I got $3,500 and I was like, what? Because the car still drove just fine. Like everything mm-hmm. on it worked fine. It's a line. Poor ass college kid. You're just like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a line that was still <laughs> fine, and they were like, "Do you want to?" I forget how it worked, but they were like, "Do you want to do something, or do you just want us to cut your check?" And I was like, "No, yeah, give me a check." Check, 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 check. Now the only the only caveat to this is that when you for the rest of the time I had the car, when you drove it, it sounded like you were flying a fucking prop plane. That thing was loud as fuck. Like when me and Amber would drive up north to see my mom, you couldn't talk because it was just like. <laughs> Because the the hatchback had separated, so you could just hear, and it would rattle, and you could hear all the outside. But I got thirty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I bought a MacBook Pro. I like I blew all that money. Oh yeah. But that was, I mean, I guess that was the lu- the luckiest thing that ever happened to me was I got rear ended mm-hmm. because I didn't get hurt. My car was just fine, and I got a bunch of money for it. Yeah. It was awesome, and that guy was super nice. But I just, I just. I always remember that. I don't know. That was very lucky that I got rear. I got rear-ended and just got a big ass check out of it. Semi lucky, semi. I caused it myself, but like it was still just pure happenstance. Uh, was it three years ago now? Um, when I was messing with like crypto for like two weeks. And like, this was like I, I, I feel like that was like three years ago or whatever when like crypto was like super hot for like a couple months. Uh, I would just like sit on this dumb site and just like these like super cheap ones that like people on like whatever the crypto subreddit was mentioned. I I would like sell it and then buy it again and then like as it was like going up and down or like i would sell it and buy a different one that was supposed to go up like i'm sure people were like the the whole thing the whole thing was rigged the whole thing was rigged it was just whales manipulating the system okay it was just people with millions of dollars pumping money into these like dumb like superfluous cryptos that were never gonna actually become anything yeah but they could easily, as the people that bought it early, make it jump, get people to buy it high, and then they would sell and just clean house. That like there's that, that was like the market back then. It was just dumb. It was just people just getting eat, eaten alive. I luckily didn't like my 
hundred dollars that I bought in like Litecoin or whatever, like turn into like I don't know, like six hundred bucks like that. Sixteen hundred. Oh yeah, just for me, just like oh, I'll buy Ripple Coin. Okay, now I'll buy some other one. That's so, I thought like, you were gonna say like four hundred, which would have been a lot in my opinion. No, no, it like, got it, over a thousand dollars. It 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 paid for my 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 trips for the next like year and a half. That's fucking bananas. Uh, trips to where? What do you mean? Oh, like I had to go like call back when Jesse died. Oh, okay. I had to go like Colorado a bunch and like uh, in like Arizona, uh, and so like that like I was able to like pay for all those plane tickets, um, and all that stuff. So that was it. It came in super handy. Like it was like oh this is nice. Like it was just like it was I. It was the sort of thing where like you hope that sort of thing happens. You're like oh like you know like. That like that's the thing that like you can easily get led astray in like the stock market or other games of chance by thinking that's gonna happen all the time. Yeah. And like I like I got super lucky once and it's like it's it's definitely like crossed my mind. Like I'm like like every like every like come up I'll like I'll like look at like the price of Litecoin or like some of it and be like, hmm. It's essentially like, gambling. I, I have to go, nope. <laughs> like like you like you got super lucky, like this isn't happening again, right? It's essentially like, don't do it. Oh, it's, it was, I one hundred percent just gambled that hundred and like fifty dollars, yeah. hundred dollars that I that I started off with. Because gambling, I mean, gambling isn't pure chance either. You there's there are stakes that are known, and then there's some chance. Correct. Like I, I and that's why I, I got a, I got a, I definitely got a huge percent lucky in it. Like some of it was me just being lucky enough to be in there at the right time so before what, it crashed hard. What's the difference between that and Warren Buffett? Uh, like, why isn't his luck? Because he's time. essentially a trader, right? He Yes, he's... What's being incredibly like, smart. Like, yeah, what's it's, his it's, sophistication in it? it I, I think he takes the due diligence of... Him, especially like, like uh, I'm sure it started out with just him by himself researching pig futures, researching for hours on end, like just like in 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 like end of the weekend, just like that's all he thought about. Um, doesn't wait? Does Jr. I feel like Jr. dabbles in day trading. He's always talking. Oh, to me, he's always talking to me about stocks and golf. Um, <laughs> he 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 definitely got. I, like he he may have definitely tried a little bit with uh um because like the market crashed a little bit for covid and they were they, they were definitely looking at things to get into uh when you said they do you mean like him and tim coast. what was that when you said they do you mean like him and tim yeah did kibby like, leave in like a, like a post covid world i could see kibby being a guy who tries to dabble in, in day trading kibby you still here uh, Matt's brother, I remember, did it for a little bit. Yeah, like I, unfortunately, like I do think a lot of like that money that I got came on the back of, as Schwartz said, a bunch of people that didn't think it through as much, and the, the, the word FOMO has come out a lot in like the last like decade. Like that's like a, been like a, a a word of our decade. I think like that that fear of missing out. Yeah, really really ate a lot of people that and they got taken advantage of really hard i i mean i had those feelings with bitcoin like i should get in on this i could make i could have a hard drive that's worth a you know a quarter of a million dollars and that that's why i feel like 
it was it was definitely luck, but it was also a knowledge of like the world I was in, where I'm like, okay, like I got lucky mean? that this jumped this high, but I know that it doesn't it it's can't not last. sustain itself. I have to I have to pull out it's now. Too volatile. Um, I got to pee. Yeah, I, I I pulled out just yeah just in time, as they say, wink wink, nudge your mother. Ugh. Don't wink like that. That's asking me blinking. I got to pee. Somebody blinking. give Dan something to talk about. Oh my god, it came on so suddenly. I haven't. I didn't feel like I had to pee. And now are you I've, peeing yourself? Now I've, I'm close to it. I'm gonna be like my daughter. Just pee. Look, is Dan or modern day Michael Douglas? Is good. I don't know the rest of that speech. So someone has to tell me something else to talk about. <sighs> Should I watch Wall Street again? No. Is Hellraiser a top three horror franchise of all time? As a man who's seen very few horror movies, like I've seen like Halloween 1, Friday the Thirteenth one, uh, a few of the sequels. I I've never been so enthralled with Hell Hellraiser in Hellraiser two and the worlds that they create. It's it it, it might just be my like weird. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street was yeah. That 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 that's probably further up there. Man, if we if we have to watch Hellraiser three and it sucks, I'm gonna be sad <laughs> because one and two, like as like there there are things that I just didn't watch or listen to growing up because I just assumed I wouldn't I wouldn't like them. Uh, horror movies are a big one. Like, I still don't like a whole bunch of them. Like, there are certain things with, like, gratuitous violence or things like that that I just can't... I don't know. It just doesn't interest me. Like, I'm not gonna watch The Devil's Rejects or that garbage-ass, What's like, the dumb, uh... The dumb guy dumb movie? Yeah, like, uh... I know I watched Hostel, and it sucked. Yeah, that movie sounds so stupid to me. Like, it, it did things to people that it's just like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you just, you just look at the director and it's like, alright, guy... Okay. Settle down. I uh, I know we but, watched Hellraiser, but I don't remember it being good or bad. I barely remember it. You guys I, I are saying Hellraiser like, was good? Stupid. I remember being like, uh, like watching me like, this is the like the, the mythology of whatever they're trying to do here is super neat. Because like, Man. oh, this fucking, this crazy box, this like, these like dudes that like come from whatever dimension this is. You know what I, just, re- like, I remember the most of is the house. I just remember shots of that house and the part where there's like a a, a a guy who's skinned or something. Oh yeah, that happens like right away. Yeah. Okay. But you uh, said then, like, two was like awesome. Hellraiser two goes like deeper into like the like like more into the lore like hardcore like they're like they're like going they're like into like this other dimension like in like this weird labyrinth some nonsense thing called like the Leviathan. I think is like in charge of whatever's happening. Like who knows what it is. So I gotta Jesus watch two. Uh, 
the two is yeah two is super neat i think it also helped that like it was the joe bob thing and he was talking to like the lady that plays like the young girl that's from how none, of that, how none of that made sense to me what so that that uh the shutter thing that they do it's not happening right now that the shutter the joe bob's drive-in where he, where he watches like, the horror movies we've talked about it a few times okay on like the shutter.com thing whatever okay uh but he had like the the girl that played the main character in the first one like the young girl who's like mom and like dad get murdered or whatever and like the uncle and all, all that stuff uh and they also had pinhead on to talk to like talk about being like pinhead and like all that stuff i remind but, i remember all i don't remember any of that from what you just no, said. that's that's all right okay uh but it was just such a we it was just such a for for his like gory and like violent as that movie can be it's fun it's it's um i don't know it, it was just like it, it it never seemed like it wasn't that oh what like somebody somebody quick say what that guy's name is that does like the hostile movies they played the Eli Roth. Too. Eli Roth. Uh, it it wasn't. I never felt that sort of visceral. Like I can't. Like what? This just feels horrible. Like I can't. No. This this is this is mean. Hostile. Mean spirited. Yeah. Like I don't want. Yeah. That. Like even even even. Uh, butt fuckers. What's it called? Irreversible. Which I never want to watch again. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's in the pursuit of art yes like there, there's a there's a point in um there, there, there was something that was a, there was in the original cut of hostel that he showed it to quentin tarantino because those two are like good buddies eli mm-hmm. roth and yeah yeah um and he, he tarantino said no like you can't do that like there's it's like it's just no no like that, that don't put this in the movie and he didn't uh, like hostile two, hostile two ends, or host or hostile, where like the guy like escapes the main guy, and one of the guys that was torturing people in this like crazy torture building, he sees in like a train station, falls in the bathroom, like cuts his like Achilles tendon like through like under the bot like a, like a bathroom stall and like like, like kills the guy. The way Eli Roth wanted to end is that he was going to kill that guy's daughter. He's like, no, you're just doing this to be mean. Like, don't put this in the movie. Like, that's just, no. That doesn't serve any sort of purpose, storytelling-wise or anything. Like, just don't do it. So, like, some of these people just seem to be in it just to kind of get, like, just to get you upset at what's happening on screen. And... Like, luckily, he had somebody that kind of held him back to say, like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, that's that's too far for even what you're trying to do. It still just doesn't like, seem it's like... Just, it's just not worth it. Movie I ever need to see. No, like, that was a hard movie to watch. Like, I get why it exists, and it... It, it was a it was an interesting like it was an interesting story to tell of like you know it's like what could happen like just the concept of it all um but it's just not something i want to watch javin what were other horror movies like that at the time because i don't think you're wrong i'd also like that you're quoting the simpsons that was the style <laughs> of the time 
I think like Saw to a certain degree was like that, where it was like this weird sort of. Never seen. Like, I've never seen Saw. See Saw. Uh, like visceral kind of uh, horror, where it was more about like, like, oh, it was no like torture porn. That was that was the term that that yes. kind of came from all that torture porn. Yes. Um. Man, this is my last hacker short, and I'm sad. These are so good. Uh, where, yeah, even even saw was better. It was it was more toned down. I should like it was, it was definitely about a guy like hurting himself or people like in this like someone in this device. But it, I felt like saw told a more cohesive story. Like it served the purpose of like what was be like what was happening. I, yeah. I don't want to like spoil Saw or anything I, like that. I don't care. I know what it's about. Uh, <laughs> it's like, telling. Oh, like, uh, what, uh, 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 human, human, not human cannibal. Human, oh, human centipede. Human like centipede. That. Yes. That I, seems I never like, watched that. Never want to watch. I don't it, care that, about seeing that at all. That seems like that's torture porn. Correct. Uh, I, I don't. I doubt Wallabeef still here, and I don't think Javin has seen this movie. But I remember hearing about it for so long, and I. I get that it's a commentary on the government of this place this man is from, but there's a movie called A Siberian Movie. Uh, and I, I've, I've like, I like, I like read a review of it when I, when like someone saw it and like, a, like the, uh, I don't know what that's called. Like, like a, like, I, that was at Sundance or something like that. But, a Serbian film, yes. Uh, but like, or like a retired porn star comes back into, gets hired mysteriously by some businessmen to do a movie. And very horrible things happen in this movie. Like very graphic, horrible things. But people have kind of praised it in that it's like, this man is like using this horrible movie to tell a story about the Serbian government and it's like, in the way it's treating its people. And I get, like, and... And I can I can understand like the artistry and like what it's trying to tell, and like and they're and it's using this kind of horrible way to do it, and it gets that across. But I can't watch it, and like just the things that I've heard happen in the movie, I just can't. My I I just don't want to see. But I'll I'll applaud them for using art to bring attention to something in a very visceral sense uh, that to kind of get their point across. Like, I think some of that's lost in translation, I guess. So like, like there's a whole thing with like, like, you know, protesting something and doing something. Is anybody but, in here worried about spoilers for this movie? Cause if so, then I want to respect that, but it, it's a movie that like, I don't know, like maybe you like, no, you probably couldn't watch this movie. I don't want to tell you what's in this movie. Uh, well, yeah, there's so, a fight yeah. between trash and art. It's, where it's I like, feel like this movie that I don't want to see is art. I don't think it's trash, but I could. I I, I personally don't want to see it, but I I respect what they. I, I respect what this man did, and like I and even though it's something that like I find like I couldn't personally stomach, I I get what he was trying to do, and that's the difference between like that and hostile. 
where it's like it's instead of it just being violence for the sake of violence and like getting your jollies off on some violence thing, this man was trying to make a point with what he was saying. I can't remember who famously said it, but it's kind of the same thing of uh, I don't know. I, I can't I can't accurately it's something along these lines somebody can correct me to actually what it is verbatim but it's like Mm -hmm. i can't accurately describe to you what pornography is but i know it when i see it Mm -hmm. because they were they were having a debate on the difference between like nude art and porn yeah and it was like well i can't accurately describe pornography to you but i know it when i see it Mm -hmm. it's the same thing it's like i can't accurately describe just trash torture porn to you but i know it when i see it yeah and like 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 schwartz has like salo where i don't remember anything about salo i remember watching it decades ago like i i I was probably too young to even or like be in the right frame of mind to try and watch it as whatever salo was supposed to be because Salo is, is is not a not an easy movie to digest. I guess it's a movie about Nazis doing torturous things to young people, and okay. it's, it's, it's it's like fairly graphic and like sexual and violent and stuff like that. Javin, can you explain that more? I don't I don't understand. Keep going, Dan. Sorry. Um. But like, I feel like that's that's something that, that people obviously see some sort of artistic merit in, where. That's not where I came from at watching it. I was like, "Oh, this is." I've heard this movie style is crazy, or like, I, I came from it from the wrong side of it. Um, where I still don't know if I would have like enjoyed the experience of watching it, but I may have understood it more, like as I, as I was watching it. Yeah, I. I don't get that guy's movies. The the, the Antichrist guy. I so that I got I got I got the reason I didn't say anything there was because in my head I'm stuck between just movies that are a little much. Okay, I Antichrist didn't do anything for me. I thought that movie was dumb. I didn't think it was too much. He, I didn't think it was. His, he's kind of lost his cred a little bit. Like people have kind of. People kind of okay. now kind of see him as like as 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 maybe someone who's like a bullshit artist who yes so Javin enjoys says, hurting women like it, it like it like because like his, his next movie that came out is about a serial killer yeah. that was just so like over the top like just gratuitously violent and like aggressive towards women they're just like maybe we should stop giving this guy money yeah like, I like <laughs> I like what Javin said I wouldn't argue with someone who says who says they're pretentious bullshit that's how I felt about yeah. Antichrist it was just like. All right, I don't get why people love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it it just seemed it just seemed it seemed like it was trying to be heady. Because like like that Do guy made so, Nymphomaniac, and then he made I never I saw can't that. Remember what the name of the movie is after that? But I don't want to watch it. But it's about like a serial killer, and he in like there like when. There's always the like the melodrama of like people leaving a theater at con, like the film festival, if they like if they're disgusted by something that's on like on screen. Yeah. Um But everybody left during like the screening of this of like I think it's called Jack. 
Uh, no, not Jack. That's where he where he grows where he where he grows up really fast. Sorry, Robin Williams. Uh, but everyone left in like when I was reading the reviews because like I, I'll just kind of like read like these quick synopses of like the people that like the movie people are Jack seeing at built. Sundance or at Con, and there's like this is just disgusting. Like the things he's putting, like there's there's nothing here that warrants it being here. He's just doing it because he's just a, like a sick guy. Okay. So the house, the house that Jack built. Thank you, Schwab. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is, I and never, Jack, I never it. wanted to see Irreversible, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw, uh, help me out, Gaspar Noe's other movie, Enter oh, the, uh, the Void. Yeah, Enter the Void. Yeah. I saw Enter the Void and loved it so much. That I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. Uh, I don't. What is Rolo's emoji? I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. It's a bush with eyes. So, anyways, I watched Irreversible. That I don't think is torture porn. Nope. But I don't. I kind of wish I'd never seen it. Like, it's not a movie I've. I watched it because I liked Enter the Void so much. So I was like, maybe there's something more here. But that is like, that is even a movie where it's like, it's a little much for me. I just don't, I just, I don't know. There, I don't need that in my life. There, there are, there are a lot of movies that have stuck with me where I can, where I can like visually picture a scene, but there are, there are two things that irreversible that are in my head. Oh, yeah. Maybe three forever. Like the fire extinguisher, the beginning, the, beginning, the middle, and the end. When he, yeah. yeah, when he fire extinguishers that man's face, like I'd never seen anything like that before ever. Like that's that's in my head. I can, I don't remember a lot from the middle, but I I can picture her head hitting the ground, mm-hmm. and then I can li- I can picture the ending, and I can I can see them I can see those two together on the train like, in in the bedroom. Oh yeah, or, yeah, bedroom. yeah. Yeah, like, like in their bedroom. Like, for I, some I, reason, I, I, the I, train is the part that sticks out in my mind. Oh, for some reason, like those two are like in the bedroom together, like in love, like that, like that's, just when they're so happy. Like, exactly. So I, I can see all all three of those things, but I, I never felt like the beginning can definitely or the middle can definitely feel a little exploitative. But I'm not it, saying it, it's exploitative. It, it caused such a it caused such a visceral reaction, which I think he was. But I I didn't feel used. I, I didn't no, no, feel no. like I was being. I didn't I I didn't think it was exploitative. I felt like the extremity of it mm-hmm. fit the it nar- fit the narrative and fit the yeah. context. It's just not a thing I need or want in my mm-hmm. life. Like and it, took, it watching that movie was where I was like, okay, I kind of just don't I appreciate that this is art and I appreciate that what all these people did, they did so well that it impacted me so much that I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to watch this or another movie like it again. And it wasn't because I was disgusted. It was just because it's too close to like how awful life can get. (laughs) 
it's kind of like I don't. I also don't ever feel the need, and I know I think uh, Javin watches this once a year because not not for any awful reason because it's a, a an amazing movie. But like I don't really want to watch Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. Like my mind, I dwell on kind of negative things enough on my own. Uh, and you know what? For like the past two years, one of the things my mind goes to all the time while I'm falling asleep, and I've just been noticing it lately, is like that my parents are gonna die someday. <laughs> I don't know why I keep going to that eventually. Like, no matter where my thoughts start, I'll be like falling asleep, and then I'll catch myself being there. I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I thinking about this again? Mm-hmm. Like, I get on to negative. I think about like negative things in the world enough that like the art that I consume, I just I'm, I want it to be escapism mostly. Mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need a reminder that like irreversible. It can be that horrible. Yeah. That it can be that awful. And it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like I just don't feel a lot of need to watch Schindler's list or Marvel movies. Boo. <laughs> and like, like that's the thing. It's like, in that, and you know, e- even though, like very horrible things happen to someone in Irreversible, and very horrible things happen to someone in Hostel. Like, I, there, 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 there's a, there's a chasm between. Oh yeah. What those movies represent in my mind that, uh, yeah. One hundred percent. Javin says I like consuming that type of art to help work through some of those negative or sad feelings. How so? I don't. It doesn't help me do that. I guess. Like, I mean, I, 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 I've, I've used horror movies in the last little bit to kind of expand my, my, uh, just my, 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 I don't know, like my base of experience where it's like, I, I don't know, but I guess I don't know hundred percent what, he, what he's saying there, but like, I've, I've tried to expose myself more to the things that I used to not necessarily fear, but just wouldn't ingest what and do you think it's, it's doing it, for it, you? It's like it's paid dividends. Like the How fact so? that like huh? was that sorry? How so? Oh, like, like, like I went to like the like I never would have gone to the Alamo Halloween thing. Like I, I like I've just never found myself Why? Wouldn't enjoying you? enjoying horror movies. So it's just like, oh why why would I like this thing? Like I you know but like as I've been slowly exposed to uh like Halloween how like like Halloween three like season of the witch or just like like just the other like just those other facets of like that genre, uh, it's uh, it's helped me appreciate this thing that I just never seen before. To the point where like I could watch like Hellraiser one or two and be like, I love I like like I just get giddy about this weird world of like this these nonsense demons that are ripping these people apart where like, I wouldn't have, like, I, I would have strayed so far away from that. Like forever ago. Like that was just not, that was just not my cup of tea, but I it was just, what more it from a, that... just like, just like, like a misunderstanding in my brain of what, what that was, I guess. Like I, like I had, to, I, I, I had this vision in my head of what this sort of style of movie was. And I just, I just did. And I paid it no mind. I wonder what it is like, that changed. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it was probably like movie nights and things like that where I, I was just kind of forced into seeing it. 
by people that weren't out to hurt me. Like, I guess, like, so it's like, like, like oh, like, like, people with the best intentions are telling me this thing is okay. Like, this is, this, like, I'm, sh- like, give it, let, let, let me, let me see what it is. And I, I came to kind of accept more and more and kind of, like, just kind of expand what that was, like, uh, like, seeing, like, the thing in the theater with, uh, with Javin and Wall of Beef and being, like, just thrilled with what this movie was where like for whatever reason i wouldn't have watched a thing before for whatever preconceived thing i had in my head of what horror movies were i sectioned off this whole chunk of movies in cinema that i didn't watch and and like like now that i have like there's a whole bunch that i won't watch just because like i just don't want to see them but being exposed to them is like I found so many movies that I, that I, I can't believe. I was like, "Oh wow, why would I? Why, why didn't I watch this? This is great." Hmm. Javin says, "Dan, finding the fun of horror movies is my favorite thing." He also says, uh, "Let's see, I also watched Friday the Thirteenth, or I also watched two Friday the Thirteenth movies today, though. So I just like movies <laughs> to be around me. I watch Ten Commandments every year. I've never seen Ten Commandments." Uh, because it's just massive and impressive and I can't take my eyes off of it. And then he said, Schindler's List is the same way. It's such a well-made movie. Even if it's tragic subject matter, it's beautiful to watch. And then he said, Dan, Finding the Fun of Horror is my favorite. Dan, the box, you opened it, we came. Now you <laughs> must come with us. Taste our pleasures. Pinhead. Uh, it, it's funny, like, like Javin's talk of Schindler's List there about it's... I get the, I get that I get the same pleasure in watching Sicario, like like every few months when I seem to throw it on, I'm just like it's tragic and it's real, but I don't know. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say is because there's other movies that are really close to being real that I don't mind watching all the time, like Sicario. There's other movies that are really close to reality that I don't ever feel the need to watch again. One of which came to mind was Blue Ruin, which is a really good movie. I really like Blue Ruin, but it's also like, it's heavy. And I just don't feel the need to like, I don't, I don't feel the need to watch people's lives fall apart, but that's not exactly accurate because if you watch Sicario, her life falls apart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't. It's interesting to kind of think about what is it in some of those movies that is like I don't, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I feel like Blue Ruin is similar to a uh, a record for a dream for me, where I could probably watch it again, but the journey that those people go on um, is tough. Where it's like ah. Like, but if I if I if it was someone that I that had never seen it before, I'm just like, you know what? I'll watch it with you. I probably would, but I'm not going to seek out <laughs> Blue Ruin or Requiem again. Yeah, Javin says Blue Ruin gives me anxiety that I don't like feeling. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of those movies, you know, one of the things I I often wonder to myself is how much of it is influenced by. I always have this. I my like a constant anxiety I have is waiting for the other the other uh 
what's the what's the phrase I'm looking for? Jesus Christ! The other the shoot, shoot the other shoot a fall, the other shoot a drop, shoot a drop, the other shoot a drop. Yeah, because I'm thinking of why does he take his headphones off? Oh, they were plugged in this time. I feel like I've forgotten most of Blue Run. Wall beef. I don't disagree with you. I remember the feeling that Blue Ruin left me with, but I don't remember a lot of the movie particularly. I just remember, like J- Javin says, Blue Ruin gives me anxiety that I don't like feeling. I the feeling that it gave me is like I don't I don't need to willingly subject myself to that again. Where like the feeling that Midsummer gave me, or even. Uh, uh, what's his other movie, guys? Hereditary. Hereditary. I almost turned off. I almost turned off after the th- after the thing, and the subsequent. There's a few subsequent scenes there of just people in misery. I almost turned off. Like I almost couldn't do that. I'm really glad I didn't because it's it's maybe arguably my favorite horror movie I've ever seen. Um. But yeah, I, there's just there's movies that leave me with a feeling. Rollis' Sympathy for Lady Vengeance was a movie I watched once and noped out of watching again. Uh, I loved Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Um, so what I was saying, Dan, I stalled that whole time until you came back. Uh-huh. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. I, I don't know what the connection is here. I don't know how much of a connection there is. Mm-hmm. But like three months after I was born, my brother dying in the way that he did, a part of my mindset is just always like there's there's something horrible that's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month. Mm-hmm. Like I'm const, I just always feel like my whole life I'm bracing mm-hmm. for something awful to happen. So mo- I think there's something in movies that make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. The way that everything's going along normally and then the most terrible thing you can imagine happens. Movies that kind of make me feel that kind of anxiety, I just don't want any part of. But that's not exactly, now that I'm saying it, that's not what Requiem for a Dream is. I mean, those people are on a downward slope that you just see go down and down and down. Yes, like like that. They're, they're they've already crossed the threshold before the movie begins. That just continues continues downward. Whereas irreversible is more like what I'm saying. We're like, you know, one hour it's under control. It's one it's hour like, your child's alive, and then the next hour they're dead. Like, yeah, it's. I just, yeah, I think I just think there's something in 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 whatever that feeling is that i can't put words to Mm -hmm. things that make that feeling heightened in me that's kind of always present in my mind and and always influencing the way that i operate in my life that i just don't i don't want to feel that (laughs) heightened so if there's anything that borders on that i think i stray away from it like like a weird thing that popped in my head like just now was like so there, there's two viscerally violent scenes where, like, in what? Young age, so, so like a young age woman is being tortured in hostel, okay, with a blowtorch, and then in Zodiac, 
a man walks up to people on the beach in like an umbro and just and just starts and just stabs them. Yeah. And like the way that made me feel was horrible. But I love Zodiac. What's but that about? I, but it was it was one hundred percent like as Rose says one hundred percent. It was for it like it it was for a purpose. Yeah. And I understood that like it hurt to what like I felt terrible seeing it happen. Like it gave me the willies. Like, but it was burning in my brain. Oh, 100%. Like, like that's the only scene in that movie that is 100% burned in my brain is him on the beach stabbing them. But I I get why it's in that movie. Like, it 100% was for the artistic thing that David Fincher was going for, and that's fine by me. Like, he got the reaction from me that I'm sure he was hoping for. When, like, when, like when, he, when he filmed that scene... And he put together an editing and all that stuff. Like I'm sure that would like like that was what he was hoping I would react to that that scene in that way. But that like that like that's as as I've talked about before. Like that's the chasm of difference between like this movie and this movie. But it's fun to like, talk about because what yeah. what it is like why mm-hmm. why is it? Um, <laughs> what it is another why twenty twenty like it is five G why twenty twenty like it is. Uh, Rolla says, I also don't remember a feeling. I only remember him. He's talking about Blue Ruin here. Mm-hmm. I only remember him trying to stab a tire with a kitchen knife and his hand sliding up the blade because the rubber is tougher than him. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's actually really good to describe that level of anxiety of like, I can't even stab, I can't even fucking stab this tire. Another movie that's popping into my head when we're talking about Blue Ruin that like, there was a part of it that gave me the kind of anxiety that I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't have words for it. It's like a reptilian feeling. Is what? What's the movie with Joaquin Phoenix where he's killing child molesters? Oh fuck! Uh, we we were we were never there, or we were. It's something with those words. I I, I love that movie. We were never here. I don't ever want to yeah. watch that movie again. I was never here, or something like that. Uh, it's not. It's not the scene where he finds the girl. It's like the scene where he's home and realizes his mom's been murdered. Oh, like he comes in and she's dead. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's some. Oh, yeah, we've we've all seen it. There's something about that portion of the movie that's burned into my brain, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell you what it is that's eliciting the. F- I can't tell you what the feelings are that are being elicited, but they're mm-hmm. they border on this level of anxiety that I have in my life that I'm like I don't I just don't want to go anywhere near it. I just don't have any interest in 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 visiting that. But mm-hmm. the thing is is like I won't let it keep me away from movies, but sometimes no. it's just like well that's going to stick with me. <laughs> oh yeah, and like like, like th- there are certain um, like Fincher's, Fincher's a good one where, like, there there are certain movies he's done that have have had very like hard, like tough things in them. But I trust him to take me through it. And like the thi- like, I, I trust that he, what you he's trust him not like, to be a creep doing, about it. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to make. Like, 
Yeah, I can't put words to it. It's just like... Like, I don't trust Eli Roth to get anywhere close to what I want to watch. Yeah, but why? I... I Hostile... And why, like, why would, so pe- why would people who like Hostel be people I instantly am like, mm, I don't know about you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 it's that weird sort of pleasure from pain thing that I'm just not in for. So, okay. Uh, I'm making a mental note of the comments wherever, cause they're starting to, mm-hmm. Um, say the last sentence you just said. Sorry. Uh, pain for there's certain pain for pleasure things that people do that I'm just not in for. Okay, that's that's, that's the whole torture point thing like that that exploded in the early. That's what I was gonna say. So the ending of Hereditary, just for one example, okay, is not is like I'm using that because it's not it's not like a happy ending it's not a good ending good you know good being like a good guy ending right mm-hmm. but everything that comes before it serves the ending and i just think like you have the way that i think about that movie is like you have to earn that ending like you have to go through all this stuff to to get and appreciate that ending mm-hmm. but like the awful shit that comes before it is it's there with a reason to serve the 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 overall arching thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never seen Hostable. From the way you're describing it, it just seems like it's not the 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 torture and the awfulness that you have to sit there sit through isn't there to serve anything other than. It's fun. To, it's fun to see people get tortured. Yes. Where if that's your mentality, I'm like, well, you're kind of fucked up, and I don't know about you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you, you like if, that, I'm like, well, I don't like you. You, you, you really might have to, like, some deep seated anger, man. And like that's and that's where like his funders and people like uh, I talked about with Pulp, Pulp Fiction guy Quentin Tarantino, but like, pulled him back to like, no, 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 this doesn't like you. There's no reason for this. Don't put this in your movie. Like, because he was just like, like, it was like, ooh, let's see what I can get away with. It, it like, it's, it's like a, a, like when you watch Borat for the first time and you're just like, oh my God, he fucking did this. I've never seen and, but you have, but, but you have like an appreciation for it. It's like, holy fuck. Like, like this is, this is insane. But like, this is like weirdly, this is kind of, kind of genius, but kind of insane. Like the things this man's doing. It's insane. It's, it's missing any sort of like it's it's like that but horror like in like you're you're doing it just to get a reaction but it like it's not you're not trying to like turn a light on society or something like that you're literally just doing it to get this like horrifying reaction jevin says hostile and hereditary are going for very different things i know it's kind of insincere to to compare those two things but Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is what i was trying to say is that it seems like with torture porn, what you're trying to, what, what you and the people who appreciate that appreciate seeing characters tortured. And I just, I get that they're characters and it's fiction, but I still don't get that. But then like, 
I don't know. I, I can for sure see my dad and stepmom saying like, well, so why do you think it's okay to see and appreciate a movie about a person becoming possessed? You know, and I'm like, I don't know. I do. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. So it's kind of insincere of me to say like, well, I don't know about you if you like that torture porn. You know, and, that, and that's the, and that's the weird thing about truly and like getting like having a fun time watching Hellraiser one and two. Is there like it's like they're like ripping like that guy apart with like with uh, with the with the hooks and hooks and chains, and like there's a lot of weird like violent sexual stuff happening in those movies, but it's. It seems like it's, I don't know, it's more, light, lighthearted is not the word, but it, fantastical, it doesn't seem mean, <laughs> like, there, there's, I, I, like, maybe means the word I'm looking for, like, it doesn't seem like it's being mean to be mean, like, I don't know. Schwartz says I only seen it once. When it was in theaters, and he doesn't correct himself either. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm scrolling up. Yeah, there's a huge sh- quick thing, like Schwat, like the. I, I remember enjoying the beginning and being just like I didn't want to watch the second third of that movie, where it's just like, why why are you doing this? Like I don't need like a lady in a chair and a dude with a blow. Like what what is this? No, like. You're, you're, you're making me feel something, I guess, but I don't want to, like, not, this isn't what I want to feel. <laughs> and then the second, third, when it's like, when he's killing all those guys, sure, it makes me feel excited because he's killing these dudes that were murdering people, but that's, it wasn't, it didn't, I didn't feel good about it. It's so weird. Like, what is it that is like, well, I'm okay with feeling this, but not this. Yeah. Uh, so scrolling up. Wallabeef says, the two most awful feeling movies I've seen are Irreversible. Yep. <laughs> and World of Kanako, a Japanese film. Horror movies, horror films don't do the same thing. All the gore and psycho world of like Hellraiser 2 isn't the same league as those. That's what I think is so interesting about this conversation right now is like, why though? I didn't know how to take Because I, I think my dad and my stepmom would say both, both like they're both disgusting. And I, I wouldn't agree. Is, is it the imitation? Will it be... Uh, Schwat and Javin, the the Takeshi Miike film, uh, where like the last third of it is basically a woman torturing a man. Uh, I don't I don't know how I feel about that movie, <laughs> but me but Takeshi Miike is also kind of a uh, he's a a Gonzo style horror person with a a lot of uh, audition. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, with with a lot of sort of. Uh, gonzo style like over over the top horror and like there's like this crazy movie like dead or alive which is like uh crazy horror movies and things like that but uh it, it was it was it was hard hard i watched it because i was in like a weird kick of watching like japanese movies and like things like that when i was at hollywood video where it's like oh this movie that i've never seen before is i I, it's got some weird sort of kind of cred, not cred, but kind of like uh, clout, clout that I don't understand. Let me watch it and watch me like, 
Mm, no. Like, I, it's it's weird because, like, you, you, like, when a movie like that has, like, a certain amount of clout behind you, like, I want to watch it and enjoy it and get it. But then when you watch it and you're just like, this isn't for me. Like, you feel bad. You're like, what am I not getting? But it, there's, a, there's a good chance it just might just be trash. And, like, <laughs> and like these people on the internet are just idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. It, I don't know. It's a weird... I don't I don't really even have words for it. It's just funny cuz it's like some people enjoy it, but at what mm-hmm. point at what point do you be deranged uh, to be at what point do you become deranged for enjoying it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like does it have to come to the point where it's like a snuff film? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What were you guys talking about so Wallaby says traditionally horror that came the closest I can think of off the top of my head is Texas Chainsaw 1 and Javin said Chainsaw definitely captures that visceral feeling. I like Chainsaw, but I don't know what you're talking about. And then also I didn't catch when Rolo said, what makes that even worse, Dan, is that it happened and was shot on the exact site of the actual murders. Oh, that's yeah. that's Zodiac. So I just yeah. don't know you, what you guys were referring to with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was just curious. That, that might have been the hostile thing still, where it's like, they're, they're they're doing these things to this person at a very personal level, mm-hmm. um, where it's it's also very personal in Zodiac or Texas Chainsaw, but it's a different. Why is it different really? though? I'm so curious about that. I don't know if anybody has an answer. I'm just I. That's what's so fascinating to me is like, you're not wrong, and like like Rolo said, it's it's. I mean. They were shot where the actual murders took place. Like I, I said it before, but I like hostile always felt mean. There's something about the purpose that it's serving, and like in the purpose of the like of the scene, like it's like where like it, yeah, like it just felt mean. There's some like, kind of it, separation, maybe. Because like it, it, I don't know. Wait, Schwartz says you don't feel a full movie production behind TCM. What's TCM? Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's more raw. Wallaby says, I'm saying Chainsaw has a real feeling closer to unnerving things like Zodiac or Irreversible. It's hard for me to also participate in this conversation because I've never seen Hostile and I'm never going to. It seems... Yeah. So Rollis is just throwing it out there, but could it be the torture porn movies show too much. Some of the more chilling moments in movies are well-edited moments that do not show all the violence. It's it's a different sort of I've, lingering eye, though, Rolo. So, like, you have you have Hostel, where I, I it, it might be, like, the camera might be me over top of someone, and I'm doing something horrible to them. And, it's, and, it, and, it's, and it lingers for uh, a certain number of beats. But there's the same lingering and in in that the part that makes that, that scene on the beach in Zodiac feel so real and so so raw is that you see him come and then you see him do the act. It's so like, they're, they're both lingering for the same amount of time. I, I it's I don't know if it's just in, in the way it's shot or the pleasure you can tell that the filmmaker is taking in what's happening. So Javin said, uh, that's interesting. Hold on. The pleasure that the filmmaker is taking. Keep that in your mind. 
Javin says, mm-hmm. I think you're just describing the creator's vision and how effective people are at getting their vision across. Like, I fully think Eli Roth did exactly what he was trying to do with Hostel, and it's not even remotely close to Zodiac. It, maybe that's maybe that's commenting on what Dan says, is that Eli Roth almost seems to get off on the pleasure of the torture, whereas... I know Fincher doesn't like what Fincher he's showing. Fincher doesn't me. like what he's showing, but it is <laughs> it is conducive to telling that story. Yeah. That's maybe that's what it is. Is that you you don't get the sense in Zodiac, you don't get the sense in Irreversible. You get how about this? You get the sense even in Irreversible, you get the sense that the person who wrote that and filmed that understands how horrific it is. Whereas you, when you're watching, and I haven't seen Hostel, but when you're watching Hostel, it doesn't seem like Eli Roth appreciates how awful it is what he's showing. Did you have, did you see 128 Hours about mm-hmm. the guy trapped in the rock? Yeah. So it's like, well, these a very valid valid thing here that nothing in Hostel is as as intense as as uh, as Franco having to cut his own arm off well, yeah. and the way that made me feel, but. It was great. It was, again, it was so, like, the way, because of the story and everything that was happening, it was 100% different than than anything that was happening in those other movies. Like, it, it was, it didn't feel exploitative. Like, it didn't feel like it was, exploitative is a good word for it, too. Like, there, there's a certain, like, that's, that's a whole genre of horror. It's like, it's just kind of like exploitation. Uh, it didn't feel like at no point did it feel like Danny Boyle was being um, exploitative of what this man went through. It, it seemed like it was more uh, uh, I don't know. Either of us sucks. We, we've come to that, yes. 100%. We, we've done it. We've done it. That Dan's in the middle of like trying to figure out what he's trying to say, and that line made me laugh. Sorry, what I'm saying is Eli Roth sucks. Um, but 120 Hours is a perfect example on. of that sort of like I extreme, extreme violence. Like that was graphic as fuck. Like oh he yeah, a, he, he cuts his own arm off, and it's gross. And as then he shit. trips. I remember him tripping balls more than anything because but he's man. dehydrated and losing blood and. Um, so well, I don't know that I, I want to bring this up because I don't know that I agree with Javin, but I don't know that I disagree with him. I think it's interesting. Bring it he up. says, so you could argue Eli Roth is a hack and hostile isn't effective at doing what he's trying to do, but it's also not fair to compare it to Zodiac. In my opinion, I think it is fair in this context, I guess. It's, it's, it's fair in the things that I like and want to see, but there's a whole like genre of horror movies that are just like about hurting people that that is a part of that. I don't, I just don't want to see, but that, that that's, that's there. There's a market for that. So he's definitely effective in what he's doing. Uh, but it never should have gotten. It probably never should have been a major motion picture. Javin, you're such a dick. Uh, like it, it, it probably, it probably, it probably shouldn't have just been like released wide. Like there, like there, like there's, there's, there's a, there's a place and there's a market for that movie. And I think it, 
I don't I don't I don't think it it should have been like uh like a a major motion picture. But that's me though. I don't know if I agree with that either. I just think it's fine to compare them in this context in that oh as what? art as what as what we think is art. No, in the context that I think Eli Roth likes oh, 100%. The idea of I think Eli Roth likes the idea of depicting torture to make people squirm. 100%. 100%. I don't think I, I'm not what I'm saying. I'm not saying Eli Roth likes torturing people. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't I, know. I, Hopefully I, he doesn't. I, I will never. But what I'm saying is, I, I we don't think Eli Roth is keeping people in his basement and hurting them. Go ahead. I don't know that, but I think Eli Roth likes the idea of depicting torture very graphically and very realistically because he likes the idea of making people squirm. Whereas with Zodiac, he's not depicting the violence to make you squirm. The violence that he's depicting is so well done that it makes you squirm, but he's doing it for an effect that's carried throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. It just happens that it makes you squirm and it makes you uncomfortable. Whereas the point of what Eli Roth is doing is to make you squirm, and that's boring and dull to me that is okay that that i think perfectly summarizes the way i actually feel about it which is fun because that's where i've been trying to get is that all eli roth is trying to do is make you uncomfortable in zodiac they're trying to tell a story i don't know that eli roth is concerned with telling a story as much as he's concerned with making you squirm does that make sense i'm still uncomfortable through the the zodiac but it's for a purpose. All I'm saying is in that context, I think it's fair to compare those two. It's not unfair to compare those two in that context is what I'm saying. As, as filmmakers? What do you mean? Like, like, like as filmmakers making movies. So, to, so get the judgment out of your head. I'm not saying one is good and one is bad. No, no, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying in this comparison that I think is fair is that Eli Roth is doing those things to make you uncomfortable and make you squirm. That's his point. It's... It's not it's not Fincher's point to make you uncomfortable and make you squirm. It is to be very realistic because it serves his overall purpose and and the side effect of that is that it makes you uncomfortable and makes you squirm, but it's not his main goal whereas it is Eli Roth's main goal. So yeah. that's a, when I'm comparing these two movies, I'm not saying one movie good, one movie bad. I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out like what is it what is it that I can appreciate in this one that I don't appreciate in this one? Yeah. No, and like, and like, I, I, and, Javin, you and, don't get it. I'm not saying what I like. No, I'm saying what no, they're trying to do, dude. He, he don't know. He's, he's agreeing with you. Are you trolling but, me or are you actually no. not getting it? I no, I'm, I'm genuinely annoyed because I can't figure out if he fucking gets what I'm trying to say or if he's I just trolling me. You. No, he's saying you're comparing what you like. No, I'm not saying what I like. I'm saying Eli Roth is trying to do this thing. It doesn't matter whether or not I like it. This is what he's trying to do. I don't like it, but that doesn't matter. It's just what he's trying to do. Fincher's trying to do this thing. I'm trying to figure out why I'm okay with one and not the other. That's what's interesting to me. It doesn't... I I wonder if there's like some guy out there though that is like... That's the opposite. You know? That's like a... That that sees hostile in... 
sees it as like a uh like a beautiful vision but then sees like zodiac and thinks the exact opposite you think that's possible you think it's you think there's got to be people that think that that way too right oh yeah i'm sure yeah javin i'm not saying eli ross shouldn't get to make his movies no 100%. he should make those movies but what i was interested in is like why why, why is why is do. why is one it, it is disgusting to me and i I'm very aware of that feeling because of the way that my dad and, and my stepmom acted towards a lot of the art and, and music that I liked growing up, which is where they would think like you're sick and deranged for liking Slipknot the band or for liking these kinds of movies or things like that. And now, now at 35 with like a happy marriage and two happy kids, like I look at my life and I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel like even though I like all this sick and deranged shit, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, still mentally like healthier than you guys ever were at 35. So it's interesting to me to look at, to look at a movie like hostile and my, my like knee jerk reaction is people who like that. They have to have some part of them that's deranged. And then this like siren goes off in my head and that's like, no, no, no. Your parents said that about you for all the shit that you like. And you're not, you know, you're not deranged. So, you don't get to apply that logic to other people because you know it's bullshit logic. So what was interesting for me is trying to figure out like, what is it in this though that I don't like? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get entertainment out of somebody trying to make me uncomfortable and make me squirm. But some people do, and that's fine. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm. I'm really trying hard to not place a value judgment on it. But it was really fun to kind of drill down and figure out what is the difference. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Like, like I, I think I think Eli Roth is a hack, and <laughs> I don't, I don't like uh, his movies. Feel mean to me, uh, but that's coming from like, you know, there, there, there are probably some people that get extreme enjoyment out of it, and like, not even from the wrong way, but just, you know, for whatever reason, like, uh. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm sorry, like, I was reading. Like, 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 like the intriguing thing is so like, like, like going back to like that, like Tarantino told him to change the ending. Like Tarantino, there's extreme violence in his movies. Like, didn't Tarantino like, write like, Natural Born like, Killers? And, and he wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like, and even like the last one, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like, like people get lit on fire. People are getting like, like spoilers. I haven't seen that. I don't. Care. Yeah, it's. You know, it like there's graphites all over the place, but uh, he he under he understood watching whatever cut that was of that movie that it was it a just, step too far. It, yes, like there, there there's there's a point where you just trying to be like haha, like you, you, like an edge lord, as Jeff said earlier on. Yeah, I want just, to go back through it, these it, comments. Isn't uh, is is literally hurting, hurting you more than it is being helping you being an edge lord. Like you, you've like it's it's literally just hurting whatever you're trying to do here. Hold on. So okay, I think the last comment I read was Javin said you seem okay with both though. You just don't enjoy one, and I am. I'm fine with both being made. Just one isn't made for me. I actually after this conversation, I don't know that I agree with Dan when he said Eli Roth is a hack. Because if that's what he's trying to do is make people uncomfortable and make people squirm, then he's doing it effectively. 
if that's all he's trying to do, then cool. If he's trying to tell a story, I've never seen a single one of his the movies. Heck? I've never seen a single one of his movies, so it's bullshit for me to say anything. But it's like it sounds like he's not effectively telling a story. He's just making shit uncomfortable. Jimmy, put the hack icon up. Roll, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy stuck. I stopped myself. That was the first, the first Jimmy name that popped in my head for some dumb reason. Uh, it's the only Jimmy I know. Rolo says, I agree with Adam. Both directors are accomplishing what they sought out to do, but why is one type of violence seem so much cheaper and gross? Javin says, I'm not fucking with you. I'm just saying you might be overthinking it. I, that's what's fun to me mm-hmm. is overthinking things. Uh, like you just gravitate towards one style of movie or whatever it is for probably a thousand reasons. Yeah, that's I like trying to figure that out. I don't. It's not overthinking to me. It's fun. <laughs> Um, Walby says it's context and intent. People didn't really know Eli Roth until Hostel, so he had a bit of anonymity to him and hype. Plus, the sort of torture porn was new. That's interesting. Now people like now first. people know he's a douche and affects how you intake his films. Uh, there was another line up here where he uh, Walby says Eli Roth just recently bragged that he filmed a topless actress on a trampoline for like 30 takes when he admitted she nailed it on the first take. That's fucking gross. So he does sound like a douche. And Swat says, you, I'm assuming in reference to me, yeah. you, Adam, said you haven't seen Hostel, right? What is your frame of context for movies like that, that you have seen? None, I guess, to be honest. Me. I, I was right context. Yeah. I base all my opinions off Dan, which I think is fair. As it should be. Javin says, but cabin fever is all right, barely. And Schrott says, eh, I don't know if I agree with Javin. Uh, Walby says, I believe I turned off cabin fever a little while into it because it seems really crummy. We're not putting green in front of us. Let's either Javin. He, yeah. those, are both, those are both later. Javin uh, says, add green in front of the list. And then immediately says, no, don't do that. Have you seen? I, I, I've seen Saw 1. I haven't seen any Saw, Saw films. I would I watch Saw, Saw 1, Saw 2. I think I think those are the two I've seen. Like, ba- um, and that that was more of uh, like that that was literally the style of movie, like style of horror movie that was getting made at the time. Like, I, I I don't know I don't know what really pushed it off. Like, if it was The Ring that started it for some reason, or or what kind of brought that sort of uh, horror movie to the forefront. But so. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't feel the same sort of reaction I got watching. Saw one or sword. Saw two. Saw one or sword two. Sword swordfish one. Swordfish two. As I did watching Hostel. Like it felt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I would watch. So here, like, if movie night went back to normal, and we were gonna mm-hmm. watch Hostel, I legitimately might sit it out. Like I would think about just not going, based off of everything that everybody's told me about Hostel. It's like. I don't. I don't feel like it's anything I need in my life. If we we're gonna watch Saw, I would for sure watch Saw. Yeah. Perfect. I'm in for that. Saw is classier than Hostel. Javin says it's got Princess I, Bride guy in it. I want to watch Saw. I just don't want to watch it. I don't think I would have fun watching it alone. But I think watching it with you guys, I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roll Saw is not what I thought it would be based on what the sequel seemed like. Hostel isn't a fun movie to watch on any level. Javin says, in his opinion. Uh, there's, there's, there's so many fucking Saw movies. Like, I, I don't know what, but I don't know what the Saw movies became. Like, the first one was about a person in a like put in a situation 
um, and like what they would do. And then the rest of them seem to just become, let's put seven people in traps and like see if their head explodes. <laughs> like <laughs> kind of almost like, almost like a final destination movie where it's like, you know, all these people are going to die. Yeah. How are they going to kill them? Like is, uh, is, See, in those is, I have is, no is, is, like, is like a train get a flavor or a piece of metal and cut this guy's head in half? I have no like, interest that's kind of, in watch, that's kind of fun. In watching like, is those that going to happen? I don't. Yeah, the movie. Like, how is this person going to die? I don't have any yeah, interest yeah. in watching that. Um, Rollo says, based on the snippets I've seen, I'm assuming he's talking about Saw movies. The sequels are just torture porn and inventing new ways to murder someone. That sounds right. Uh, and Jevin says also horror, is shit. also horror movies like that inevitably become franchise and they need to keep making them to make money while Beast says final destination is campy though people dying from dishwashers and roller coasters where and do I, you I guys where do you guys a little more where it's like like the song movies became it's seven people in a house and we put them in torture devices let's see if they can make it out where the song movies it's like oh this guy slipped on a roller coaster and went upside down and got hit by the next car coming by well, it's and not, it cut him in half. It's not some unknown evil entity. It's like people putting in them in those scenarios and saw, right? Like some yeah. sicko. Yeah. Yes. Where yeah, where, where like Where do you guys... is, is the inevitability of of death basically catching up to these people right. and it's, killing them because they were supposed to be dead. It's more fantastical. Where do you guys I remember one of the when huh, I was in, I love I love Odyssey. When I was in high, when I was in <laughs> high school, I remember one of the movies that was uh, uh, like renowned for being way over the top was Cannibal Holocaust. Where do you guys put that in this? In I this, know in this conversation, Javin's definitely seen that a bunch. I've never seen it. Okay, um, I've seen it once. I, I, I know it's, I know the Italian filmmakers were charged with murder at one point by like the Italian government. They had to prove to them that they didn't actually kill somebody. Because it looks so real. I saw Cannibal Holocaust once, and I all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jevin's out. Ban him. <laughs> Law abuses Jevin, so he got a boner once. <laughs> That's so dumb and juvenile. <laughs> That's like the that's the perfect kind of middle schooler humor that's right <laughs> up my alley. <laughs> that's so stupid. That's the thing, like Javin says, cannibal Holocaust, cannibal Holocaust is horrible and horrifying, but I think it's great. I yeah, saw it, I, I, I saw what? it once, and all I remember thinking was like, I don't get the hype, but it like, didn't I, it didn't I, affect like, me in nothing... any way. Like I think I like I I don't think anything less of Jam for liking that movie. Mm-mm. I just um, it was like I, I, I think that's the thing was like I, I I'll never look down on somebody for liking Hostel. I just can never take any like enjoyment from that movie. No, I'm yawning a bunch. I gotta go to bed, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I watched Cannibal Holocaust once. I was also really high, uh, but I just remember th- I just remember kind of being bored by it. They heard a turtle at one point. I can't watch that movie. Dude, Javin, by the way, 
Exactly, Schwat. The Kill Turtle. I can't watch that movie. Javin forever ruined Milo and Otis for me. <laughs> we watched that movie this summer at the cabin, and I was still completely innocent with regards to that movie. And I remember watching because I haven't watched it since I was a kid, and I was watching it with my kids at the cabin. And I was like, I was watching it as a doll. Like, man, there's no way they got out of like that. That that dog's interacting with a bear. Like, there's no way they got out of this without like one of these animals getting hurt. And then I brought up that we watched it, and Javin was like, "Oh man," and he 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 ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says the animal murdering is what makes that movie pretty hard to defend. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's talking about Cannibal Hor- Holocaust. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about Cannibal Holocaust still. But you know, same thing for Milo Otis. Um. Well, Reef says, going to Fantastic Fest, I met some horror fans where the reaction was like, oh, calm down, dude, and taking a step back. Uh, this is fun, man. <laughs> Schwartz says, pugs went extinct. Poor pugs. Yeah, I was still... I was still completely, at 35 years old, completely innocent and in the dark on that movie. And then Javin told me about its reality, and I was like, oh, I let my kids watch it. <laughs> Just don't tell them until they're 30-something. Yeah. All right, y'all. I got to go to bed. Uh, it's MEA, though, so I let it go a little later. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to be, like, super into it when you wake up tomorrow. Well, if I, like, go in when I, and I have a hat on, you know, the custodians <laughs> aren't going to care. Hey. Take that hat off. There was a literally custodians and contractors at my building. Zero office staff. Like, there was nobody there. It was contractors doing... I don't, the HVAC contractors have been there for like a year. Uh, Jevin, oh. sa- Jevin says, not sure how or why you know about all the cannibal holocaust murder. I know too much about... I took tomorrow off. I was going to take tomorrow off, and then at 3.30, Chris messaged me about doing something in PDQ. <laughs> so, now I'm not going to take tomorrow off, and I'm going to do that instead. I'm, I'm going to drive a bunch of monitors to a different building. That's one thing I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to take the day off. And then at 3.30, he was like, hey, can you do this quick? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then at 4.30, I messaged him and said, I guess I'll have to do this tomorrow because it's not working. Uh, I don't know if that's going to take me an hour because <laughs> I have to update the PDQ server. I have to figure out how to make it talk to the new domain controllers. Yeah, train Barb. And then, <laughs> and then I got to do the thing that Chris wants me to do. So, anywho, I might sleep in though, or at the very least, if my phone starts going bananas, I just throw a hat on. This was fun. I like this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we like... Oh, God, that was louder than I thought. I'm glad that we like got to some place that I at least felt comfortable with. We're like, yeah, okay. So he just wants, oh, to, he just wants to make people squirm. That's fine. Do that. If, that like, if, that's, if you're having a good time, and you did. Uh, quick trip life. Quick trip. 
if that's what you want to do, then make those movies if people are going to buy them, whatever, as long as you're not doing it to real humans. No, oh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a really good conversation about intent. I don't know. Javin said it's overthinking. I don't... Uh, makes up for you, Quick Trip. I don't know. I don't know if it's overthinking. I just—it's the way I like to think. It's fun to try to figure out like why does that bug me and this other one doesn't bug me. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Walby says Hostel Two didn't do very well and the reviews were far worse. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, that guy sucks. Um, thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for uh, everybody contributing in chat. Even though I got mad at Javin. I had uh, I had a lot of fun in that conversation. Okay, Javits says to be clear, I think thinking about it is fine. I know, bud. Uh, it just is what it is. You dope. <laughs> um, yeah. If this is your first time listening and you like this kind of uh, stupid back and forth then uh, you could subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Or next Thursday at 8 o'clock Central Time, you could uh, jump into the live chat. And uh, you could try to troll me. No, Javin didn't troll me. You could just try to get me riled up like Javin did. Yeah, tell us what you think of Hostel. Tell us what you think of Hostel. Because everybody in chat seems to think it's garbage. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. Oh, and to follow us on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid you can email us at uh, this might sound stupid at gmail.com we'll check in with joey one of our sponsors our oldest and best sponsor he was just dreaming but he woke himself up oh, you guys he's still, he's still dreaming you guys missed it no he woke himself up he's trying to get back I, there that's almost shit no, he's, still, he's still moving we're also brought to you by mike long who designed all our graphics he's a great designer who's also dreaming he might be All right, I'm going to leave you guys with Joey. Night, everybody. Love y'all.